Welcome, fellow human, to the Disorganized Productions Podcast. The show that fuels your spirit, ignites your potential, and helps you become the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Rob, and each episode will embark you on a journey to unlock the power within you, tap into your limitless potential, and conquer life's challenges. We, we can argue about the weather, but, uh, well, a few years ago, I would say they, they won't change that, but I think they do. <laughs> With- I know. I know. We've seen that. Yes. Yeah. It's been really bad this year. I've noticed it for the last four or five years getting really bad here. And the right. weather's changing drastically. Yes. Yes. I mean, we had a drought this summer and... I had made a comment to my neighbor who I don't think he had a clue that they had stopped spring. I remember distinctly it was September. It was like September 1st on the dot. They stopped spring. I was like three or four days of clear skies. And I was like, I made a, made a comment to him where we were out over the fence gardening. And I said, oh, they stopped spring. So hopefully it'll stop raining. And it literally started raining three days later, almost daily. Yeah. So I don't know if it kind of rung a bell for him because he he acted like I talked, you know, I said cows were flying in the sky when I said something about Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable, right? Because um, I, I, well, well I, normally I do a lot of walking. Uh, I haven't been there since like like a month that I do it like on, almost on a basic, uh, on a daily basis. Um, but last year I saw that the, uh, all the, the fruits from in the forest, it was just, or they would just uh, want to pop up just just like, okay, we're going to get ripe. And just yeah. within a week, it was just draw and burned. From what? I mean, wow. it needs the sun to, to grow. Well, I think right. when they spray, they will eventually also make it rain. So every every strontium, barium, everything that's going to be in the, in the sky is going to be in the, on the land. Mm-hmm. something that uh yeah trees yeah, i'm taking all my gardening to have you know some kind of type of barrier so that it only gets what i put on it as far as rain water mm. and co- somehow collect the rainwater and filter it i don't i don't know i have to come up with something because it, it's definitely getting bad oh wow that's and that's that's i mean it's nature come on guys uh if 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 they would Try to kill us. We we know that already. <laughs> you know, they take the jab or whatever, and 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 uh, all the things that that are going on right now. But also spray the crops so it will turn bad. That's that's something really against humanity that we haven't seen in in. Well, there are dirty wars, but this is a really dirty war. Yeah, and it makes sense. It makes sense that. You know, when you look back at how they're they've done these resets throughout the years, or you know, possibly centuries, how did they get rid of such a intelligent people? That's really the mystery, and it's starting to make more sense. It must have been something biological. Mm. Yeah, and you just pointed it out. If you see what happens in wartime, 
the first things they they start is to gather the intellect people and kill them or mm -hmm. the books or the studies you know we got something different here you don't study that anymore we, we do the book burning and stuff like that and eventually i think there will be a digital burning going on because we have so much um we have so much knowledge that we can dig into from the internet right now that they they are aware about oh wait a minute we put something on that we can uh control but holy cows there's something we can control and that people are uh, not having a phd but um uh, yeah using their mind on a different level and uh graduate in the school of internet <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost like maybe it's getting a little bit out of control for them. So they're trying to figure out how to rein it in little by little. But I think the biggest difficulty is that we don't know who the enemy is. So we have all this. We know what's going on. We see it right in front of our faces, but we don't know what to do with yeah. that information. And that's really, I think, what everybody is going through right now. Like we, we see it. We know it. But what do we do? Where do we direct our hostility or our, you know, our, how do we launch our defense? We don't, we don't know. Yeah, it's an invisible enemy. So, you know, you can point out to the government, but if the government isn't on that path, who is that then? Um, mm -hmm. First of all, I will introduce you because I, I didn't do that yet. So I have to add a, add a little bit, but that, that will be all right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Disorganized Productions with another great episode with a very special guest. Today we have Melanie Kite from Virginia in the United States, and uh, we're going to uh, touch base on some topics of uh, bioaging, uh, growing your own food and animals. Uh, she's a pharmacist. She has an agriculture degree and uh, five kids. Uh, several, several um, twins, right? I just have one set of twins. One they were the last. That, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and uh, as as I looked down on your Instagram, you're a, a, a very strong woman too. You like to work out. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, please introduce yourself to the audience, uh, Melanie. Yeah, so like you said, um, my latest addition to what I've done is, I guess you could say, is pharmacy, actually. I did everything kind of in reverse, where I uh, married young, had five children, raised them, went through a hard time in divorce, um, went back to school while my kids were kind of middle, you know, mid-range of being raised, and raised them through and pharmacy school, where they're just about to all be gone and out of the house now, so I'm just starting a career. And I say that loosely because pharmacy was, you know, not really my first desire. It wasn't my dream to be a pharmacist, but it's kind of a pathway to where I'm going. Um, I feel like I want to help people get onto the more natural side and get away from pharmaceuticals. And I feel like learning about pharmaceuticals and knowing about them is the first step because that's where we are in medicine. Everyone is taking a pharmaceutical. Doctors are automatically going to put people on a pharmaceutical. That's what they do. They don't know how to heal naturally. They don't know how to look at people's diet. They don't know how to 
take a look at their lifestyle. They're too busy. They just throw them pills and send them out the door. So I'm kind of right now in that in that journey where I'm learning. I'm doing kind of my groundwork right now where I'm in the business and I'm seeing what's going on. I'm getting to reach out to people as needed. You know, not, not a lot of people really want that kind of help, but you can you can you can see who does. And so right now I'm just really doing the groundwork to learn how to go about it so that I can transition at some point to more of a natural side, herbals, plants, diet. I mean, I'm, I've already done a lot of work on the diet nutrition. That's kind of where my passion came from is the diet nutrition, healthy lifestyle. Um, so that's kind of where I am at the moment. Um, as other things, like you said, I have an agriculture degree. I use that myself. I never actually used my degree. I, I raised my family, my children on everything natural. I was anti-vax from the start. Um, that started way back when my kids were small and I kind of had some hard lessons. Ironically, through pets, one of my dearest pets um, got cancer from a rabies vaccination. And that really, and that was in my early, you know, just out of college. And that really opened my eyes because I felt like, well, here I am trying to do the best I can for my animals and I'm having to put an animal down, something that I love dearly. So that was really my start. My awakening um, was was a rabies vaccine and a pet. So from then on, I stopped vaccinating my pets. Um, I researched about my for my own children and I went out on a limb back then. And it, and it was, you know, in the in the early 2000s that I went out on that limb and did not vaccinate my children at all. Um, now, I was in a military spouse, so I had to, my first two children, I did get some because we were traveling overseas. But as soon as we got back to the States, I stopped because I, I really didn't have the passion at that time. I wasn't bold enough. Um, but I put my foot down and went even against my own now ex um, to not vaccinate. And even when we divorced, put it in our divorce decree that they would not be vaccinated. That's how passionate I was. So wow. I, even through pharmacy school, kind of just, you know, took the knowledge in, filed it as needed and use it as I see fit and do my own research on the side. And that's, uh, you know, as far as the vaccinations, that's where I stand on that, even as a pharmacist. Um, so I've also gotten into growing things. I'm, I do everything naturally. I use my animals and try to kind of do a, a cycle where I raise my animals, specifically rabbits, chickens. I raise my rabbits for meat. I use their manure to fertilize my garden. I feed them from the garden. I do a lot of mulching and just natural uh, I don't use any kind of chemicals at all. And everything does really well. And I'm also now learning to incorporate electric culture. Okay. So that's something that I'm I'm doing as well. So I guess that's in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we have a lot of uh, uh, lot of uh, topics we can touch based on. And um, coming back to your agriculture, um, I had this plant and uh, for my girlfriend, and and it 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 was almost dead it was standing outside because she she wouldn't pay any attention to it and i said give me that and i will make it into a beautiful 
strong plant again. And she said, well, do your best, but I don't think it's going to grow any, 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 anyway. And, um, I used my copper. I got this, this copper wire and, uh, it's very thin. So I, uh, I wrapped it around a pen. So it, it, it's basically like a coil and I put it in, in that, uh, mm -hmm. well, on that plant, which wasn't the plant anymore. And uh, start to talk to it and uh, listen to some good music as I do and uh, sending some good vibes. I, I have a, quite some sun right here. So uh, it's now a full grown plant like this big. And yesterday she came in, she said, whoa, is that my plant? Yeah. Yep, that's, that's your plant. <laughs> uh, and I see uh, there's a lot of things going on about- That's uh, amazing. Yeah, but, but I think everything is energy. And if you treat it like that and you give them the right energy, mm -hmm. it's like this, this, um, the things that they do with rice or with water, you know, if you tell the water, just like uh, you're awful, you're, uh, ugly stuff like that, you drink it. Well, you see a difference w within a week from yourself. If you tell the water or the rice, there's, there's this, uh, uh, experiment that they did in Japan, I think, um, well, well they put it two rice cups, one they tell every day uh, bad things and one they, they tell lovely things. And one was getting, um, within a week, it turned to, uh, what's it called? Um, well, fungi, so, so it was uh, molding mm. and stuff like that. And the other one was just trying. Mm -hmm. So that's the, that, that's the energy you're going to get. And uh, yeah. It's 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 great to see how many people are now in electroculture with with zinc and with copper wiring and and harvest some energy from the air, and you see how mm -hmm. the crops are growing better, uh, the fruit is bigger, and uh, maybe you can tell me uh, is it also that there's uh, less um, bugs and stuff on, on it. I am not as familiar with electroculture. I'm just really starting, but I do know that it does help prevent the bugs and, and the infestation because it keeps the plants healthier. And insects only want what's, they go after the, the more, you know, the sick and diseased plants. So if you keep your plants healthy, it keeps the insects from uh, infesting your plants. So it does help reduce that. So yeah, I think there's just so much that we can really learn from harnessing energy just in every way. Like you said, everything is energy. Mm. And it's the same with us, right? When we have a bad immune system, we're going to turn sick. So uh, mm -hmm. microbio uh, microbioorganisms uh, and stuff like that is going to, you know, you, you're going to feel sicker. How healthy you are, it's, it's that, that that immune system that, you know, even if, if viruses or bacteria, well, viruses, not but bacteria and stuff like right. that are in the air, you will be uh, prevented against. And um, yeah, I, I like to talk to you about the vaccines because probably you digged into some uh, what the vaccine is and what's built on and what are the, uh, the, the pros and contrasts about vaccination, right? Yeah, you mean in general or the re most recent one? that uh, everyone knows about let's talk in general <laughs> first mm -hmm. then we can dig into that that the, the other one <laughs> yeah yeah so i really didn't feel like there was a benefit to it just as when my children were little because most of the things that are vaccinated against are eradicated 
So the only one that really was concerning for me was the whooping cough. And, you know, I was, you know, still young. I didn't know very, very much about medicine. You know, I was not in that field. So I was doing my own research as a young mom and it was scary. And you get intimidated, you get threatened. And it's, it's, it's really a scary thing. And so I went out on a limb and I just, I, I would tell people that I'm not just not going to vaccinate. I'm going to build their immune systems. I'm going to give them nutrient dense food. I was trying to cover the bases because it was still kind of an unknown territory at that time. So I went through the book Nourishing Traditions and went Weston A. Price and I did a lot of that stuff. And that's really was kind of the start of my passion in nutrition that I got into, you know, fermenting foods, kombucha, which is popular now, fermenting oats and oatmeal, giving my kids kefir. And every morning they would get this little shot glass of green juice, which had, you know, algae and probiotics and all their vitamins I could find in liquid form. So it wasn't just about not vaccinating. It was about keeping them in a, you know, I wasn't taking them through fast food restaurants. They did not know what sugar was for many years. They did, they, to this day, never eat fast food unless they're doing it behind my back. You know, they're older now. Um, but, you know, I tell them it's dog food. You know, that's, they might as well be eating dog food. So I try to go a different route rather than just not vaccinating, which as the years have gone on, I have now seen more and more that it's not even just about keeping them healthy because vaccines were not really for that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing now that there was an agenda all along from what I can see that, you know, people that come in for their vaccines, they're doing it because they think they're going to boost their immune system, but they're already, <laughs> they've, they're not sick yet. So it's really kind of in the imagination, I think. And we've been given this information as like a, uh, manipulate a manipulation that, that you're doing this for your health, but is it? We don't really know. You know, there's still a lot of controversy about when did those diseases end? Was it when things were sanitized? And then, of course, you have all the controversy and theories that it was when they were turning up by, uh, you know, the 1G, the 2G, um, those kind of connections. So, um, so as as far as vaccinations, I personally would stay away from anything that's out there and just focus on my health and keep my immune system strong. And I know that, you know, I wouldn't go out around telling people that in the pharmacy right now, you know, while I'm kind of paying my dues and trying to learn the system and work my way out of that system. I can't go around saying that, but I use it more as for myself, what would I do for myself? I wouldn't, I wouldn't get them. I wouldn't get them personally. Just like, just like know thy enemy, right? Mm -hmm. How to defeat something when you know more about it. So that's a good, I think that's a nice balance that you have. To, one, one thing is, it's like uh, traditional uh, nature medicine that we all have or surrounded with. And the other thing mm -hmm. is like, no, no, we would be man-made and you have to be very careful when it's man-made that that that's yes that's the one that brings us all down right mm -hmm. i think right now while we're kind of seeing this battle with the sun we have to keep our vitamin d levels up so a lot of times I'll, that's my recommendation take your vitamin d take your zinc you know also incorporate copper you don't want to forget about copper like there's certain things that you have to do 
Um, but I think one of the best books as far as this topic is concerned was actually RFK Jr. Um, in the what he wrote, The Truth About Fauci, I believe is what it's called. And it comes in an audiobook. And he really goes through the vaccinations and the studies that were done and how they were never tested against a placebo. And there were moments, even knowing what I knew, and this was just last year that I was listening to this book, um, there were moments that my jaw dropped because there were things that even through all the research that I've done that I did not know. And I think one of the most, to me, the most thing, the thing that people don't know and they don't realize how important it is to test something, a new drug or a new vaccine against a placebo. That is some, you know, the, the, the normal person doesn't understand that, but as a pharmacist and, and having to read studies, di you know, dissect them, understanding what a placebo means in a study is just mind boggling that they did not test them against a placebo wow. and the amount of mercury that they're finding in these, you know, immunizations and the amount that children are getting nowadays. It's just, it's really staggering. So I, I would say, you know, not just to to not get them, but do the research, try to understand, read that book, really look into it before you make a decision. And, you know, everybody has to make the decision for themselves. It's, the, it's a risk versus benefit because as he states in that book, there are some benefits, but is it worth it when you're putting the kind of the vehicles that they're using to get those things into the cells. Is it worth that? Can you find other ways? Mm. Um, it does, it does challenge your immune system, but is it going to challenge it to the point that it's going to benefit you? Mm. That would be my, my, my kind of interpretation of that part of his book, but it's a really good, really good book in, in a lot of different ways. But if, if you just want to learn about, vaccinations, going to those specific chapters and listening to his commentary on just the studies and how they came about is is definitely worth the time. Mm. And it's unbelievable, right, that we listen, well, not we, but a lot of people listen to people that didn't study uh, medicine or didn't study anything about vaccines. They, they, they're just talking and brabbling around. And people say, okay, he told that he's the minister of this or he's the, uh, you know, the vice president. So we believe him. Why do you help people? I mean, and if you look at, as you said, the sun, uh, today was a very sunny day here in, in the Netherlands. So I, uh, I have this, this little porch where, where there's this, uh, um, like a screen, but it's, uh, and uh, not invincible, but it's, it's like a glass screen. So that it's, it warms very nice up for the sun. Uh, so I was sitting there eating my uh, my lunch and enjoying the sun. But a lot of people, you know, they wear uh, sunglasses. Or if you go um, if you if you go check out when the sun comes out in March or April, they're gonna put some sunscreen on. I don't do right. it since last six years or something like that. Okay, I can prevent to get sunburned when the sun is really high above and there's a lot of radiation going on. I could put some clothes on. You know, and mm -hmm. I, I got a bald head, so I have to protect my my dome. <laughs> <laughs> my dome, because otherwise it's gonna, yeah, it, it's gonna boil. But uh, these are natural things that that we do, and we see that with people that are living in um, 
and uh, in the deserts, right, they have more clothes on than, than we are. We we see the sun, we, we go half naked around, put some sunscreen on, and we think everything's going to be all right, okay. you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, with, with that's it, with, with the uh, with the sun, I don't know how it's in America, but somehow when the sun tries to get through, they spray so much shit in the air that you 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 can basically put your timer on it okay we have a beautiful blue sky sun's uh, sun's uh, sun uh, sunlight is coming through they spray it like five o'clock or six o'clock in the evening and you can say about half past seven or something like that it's going to be cloudy it's going to be raining stuff that doesn't normally goes yeah it is the same here and a lot of times I'm driving to work, you know, before the sun comes up and I have sometimes an hour and a half of a drive and I drive through the the valley and the mountains are on one side. And there was one day specifically, I took a picture. It was so bad that it was, there was probably 20 or 30 passes and it was right before the sun rose over the mountain. And as soon as the sun rose over the mountain, it was just haze. It had spread from, you know, where it was not lines anymore. It was just a haze. And it was so obviously to block the sunrise. Mm. So, yeah, it's like that here. And, you know, when you have blue sky days, you just, you, I always say to myself, well, I guess they took the day off. You know, and I'm just going to, yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of sad that we kind of joke about it in our head. But what else can we yeah. do at this point? You know, I can't get out there with my, you know, my my rocket launcher and take them out. Like, no, it's so, that, that's one thing too, right? <laughs> we as 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 uh, let's say a woke. I don't know if that's a good word, but people that know a little bit more about how th- this world is run by. Well, we, we talked about it before. We don't know who's who's running it and who, mm-hmm. who's doing it, but so, something is going on, and it's not mm-hmm. like uh, okay, we put some more sugar in uh, Coca Cola, so everybody's going to be addicted to Coca Cola and sugar. And the hamburgers aren't that good from the meat, um, and and uh, you know it's it's not that that little level that you can choose. It's something that had been chosen for you right now. Mm-hmm. That makes me right. upset. It's not like okay, I can go to a grocery store and I can pick my own fruit or my own stuff, and I have the choice to to get something that's sugar in it or that's maybe bad for my health. But I choose that now. Mm-hmm. They block things that are healthy for me and for us as human mm-hmm. that's yeah yeah and and they, they yeah like the sun you, yeah they basically tell you okay we're gonna kill you see uh, all the things that that were, were, were up here but you can say oh man we're gonna take them out oh no 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 don't do that right right then you're gonna be you know on the list yeah um i i think I think the best we can do now is just get out of the system as much as we can, you know, just stop giving them our money, stop giving them our energy, which is in the form of money and kind of continuing to redirect your energy inward and towards your own community. If we can find a way to band together with some type of community to get out of the system, that is, I think, the only real retaliation that we have. Grow your own food. Find people to work together to grow food together. Work together on different, um, you know, your different talents, your different type of expertise, mm. and try to 
to join together because you can't do it all yourself as much as we we all would like to think we could. But, you know, it's hard to combat the sun thing other than maybe buy some some red lights. Um, like I spend my day in a pharmacy. I know my coworkers think I'm crazy, but I take in a, a light therapy and I put it next to the, the computer and I have my light and everybody makes a comment on how crazy it is. I'm like, well, I don't see the sun, so I've got to bring the sun inside. Yeah. So it's it it and you know I feel like those kinds of things maybe they seem a little quirky, but I'm planting seeds. And some of the the young girls that I work with, the techs, you know, they are like, oh, maybe I'm going to get me a light. And yeah. you know, it, it plants seeds. And I'm trying to just plant seeds. That's kind of my my contribution, I guess, is mm-hmm. planting seeds and continuing to find ways to get out of the system. And I, I just don't know what else we can do to combat this unknown enemy other than that. Mm. Well, it's great what you told, just like uh, with the energy. I think, and I was thinking about that uh, a couple of weeks now, everything is energy, as, as we told before. Um, I think one of the elements that they t- take out that they don't learn you at school is not only fire, uh, fire, water, air, and um, uh, earth, but it's also ether. And ether, ether mm-hmm. is data. So I think that somehow they they pull something up like a movie or like an advertising to see how we react in a in a subconscious mind, and they 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 dig into that ether somehow and collect the data, just like oh, now now they're prepared to. To get the next step but if we just like you said uh-huh. we disconnect from that disconnect them from getting money because i don't know you know how much money do you need to fulfill your belly right so if you go to uh, to uh all you can eat that there's an amount of food that you can eat until you say stop you know uh-huh. you go to a bar and it's happy hour you can drink until you say stop but with right that, somehow these Things, these entities, whatever it is, we, we don't know yet. We can put our finger around it. But uh, mm-hmm. when it's enough, when you have one hundred million, you can you can do basically do a lot. But what 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 makes it sense to make one hundred and ten million stuff like that? I mean, you you can do anything with that. Mm-hmm. My perspective. Yep. Exactly. So th- you can only spend so much. Yeah, you can only spend so much, and you can. And it's it's the same like the the the, uh, the feeling that you have enough. I think there are a lot of people that have something like, okay, I'm going to start my own business, and when I make this amount of money, I can do this for my family, I can do that for myself. Maybe I I, I can drive a nice car, stuff like that. But you know, that's the top. When you make a little bit more, okay, I can drive a little bit longer with my car. I can uh, spend a vacation with my friends and stuff like that. But but. It, it's unbelievable that this world still runs on this, uh, I think, most addicted drug there is, money. Yes, I completely agree. And it's something that I've also been kind of in that same mindset as you, like when, how much do we really need? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they continue to make everything cost more. So that continues to make everyone chase it more. So it's about really figuring out how, what do you really need and how do you 
how do you redirect the energy to chase money to being happy and finding a content, you know, today is the day, not tomorrow, today. And I think that's really what everyone is trying to figure out. How do we find that satisfaction today? And I think everyone thinks that it's in money and it really is not. It's not in money because people that are chasing money are the most unhappy. Yeah. And they're the, the stressed ones. They're they're constantly on the go. They're not really enjoying the, the, the day-to-day. And that's something that I'm struggling with too, you know, to teach my children. Like, it's not the the material gifts. Mm. It's, it's not the material things that we should be seeking. And some of my kids have really kind of already understood that because they've had They've had the um, the compare. I, I don't. They've had the opportunity there to have that lifestyle, and they choose not to. Wow. So they choose to have a more simple lifestyle, and um, I'm you know it makes me really happy for them to be able to to figure that out so young. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm trying to teach them how to be self sufficient and. You know, I did teach them a lot of that when they were young. And I think that it's important to get children when they're young and let them get out there in the cold and open up the chicken door and let them go out and help you weed. You know, it's it's teaching them the simple things and, you know, having the money and buying that big house and that big car. And it's not teaching your kids how to appreciate life. Mm. And the funny in the thing day. is you can buy love, gratitude, or just happiness with money. Correct. The, the, the most e- the, when I open up my 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 window and it's like it, it, within two months, you know, the, the sun is coming up uh, quite early. I, I I could get up when uh, the sun rays are hitting my head. It makes me happy. I'm just a normal guy <laughs> and and I love that. It, if that makes my day fine, I don't need okay. that. Uh, you know that big uh, account uh, account of money on my bank account or a big big car stuff like that because I w- I was telling that to to someone um, I-, I was quite broke well I'm happy but quite broke and uh, I live my life as a, as I do I don't need a- anything that's uh, uh, that's that's more than I need let let me say that and I was driving with a friend of mine and he had a car I didn't have a car stuff like that and he said. Uh, do you think you're rich? I said, oh man, I'm I'm really rich. And he laughed at me just like, what are you trying to tell me, man? You got no money in your bank account. You don't have a car. Uh, all of, he, he piled up just a lot of things. And I agreed with him, but I was still laughing at myself. So uh, within a few uh, minutes, I asked him uh, just like, oh, um, could, could I borrow your car on Tuesday and maybe on Wednesday? And he said, yeah, no problem. Uh, I will be back on Thursday so you can have it until Thursday. I said, you see how rich I am? <laughs> I don't even have a car. I don't have a, a insurance, but I have a car next week. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's something that, and there's a shift going on about people that, that uh, are opening up and, and look at the things that you know what is really what what makes you really happy in existence of of a good life you know being mm-hmm. positive having love from 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 you to to another or uh you know have a good community eat healthy eat fresh and the funny thing is and probably you can agree if you 
eat really healthy and good fats like uh, uh, coconut oil or olive oil, you don't need that much food. Mm-hmm. It's something like I yeah, it's a, it's about nutrient dense. Yeah, I don't eat three times a day. I, I would I would get fed up with with all the stuff that I don't need somehow. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's about the quality over quantity, and that's something that our culture, you know, across across the world, really is is guilty of. It's it's passed down to us that more is better, but it's it's really quality that we should be seeking. And <clears throat> I, you know, I could go buy eggs, but to me, that there's nothing better than having my own chickens lay eggs. I mean, it's the simple things, simple mm. things, and people just don't find that appreciation in simple things as much anymore. You know, just growing your own. Like, <clears throat> how much zucchini can you eat? But just having a couple of plants and just Seeing that zucchini pile up, <clears throat> knowing that you grew it, you know, it's like those simple things. Wow. And it's, it's like making an ecosystem, like you said, right? It, it's, a, it's a hakuna marada, mm-hmm. you know, the circle of life. So you have the chickens, um, the, the, they, they uh, fertilize the, the ground, which is the soil mm-hmm. for, you know, and, and how, how does it work? Please explain it, because you, you, have, a, uh, you have more insights of that than, than I have. Well, just my little simple system. I mean, I have my chickens. Now, at one point I was doing where I was moving them around, but I got to where, you know, I just, I have to kind of incorporate it into a busier lifestyle. And, you know, I was in school for six years. So I had to, I I wanted to have that going through it. So I have a stationary chicken coop, but there are different ways you can do it. So I collect, you know, I clean it out. And I put it in a compost. I take everything from the kitchen. I put it in a compost. The chickens have access to the compost so they can go in and scratch around and eat the bugs and whatever, you know, gets in there to break it down. And then I put the rabbit manure. I can either put it in the compost or I can put the rabbit manure directly on my plants. But the chicken, you have to let it break down. So, you know, they all work together. The chickens have access to get under the rabbit touches so they can scratch around and you know all the hay and droppings and everything so all through the winter and spring they're creating my fertilizer and so when the when spring comes around then I just take that out and I put it onto my garden and I use it to mulch because I have a lot of hay a lot of bedding you know from the chickens it's going to help reduce the weeds it's going to help uh, soften the ground keep it from growing weeds and then I can also add old hay. I have a neighbor, luckily, who has who has hay. So I bring the old hay over and I use it all together with the you know all the manure, all the mulch and hay and broken down stuff, which is sitting in my garden now under the blanket of snow. Mm-hmm. But it'll you know keep it from it'll keep it from getting hard you know in the springtime. So in the springtime, then I don't have to get a tiller out. I can just move the the mulch and all the stuff to the side, plant my seeds or plant my seedlings and let it grow throughout the spring while it's growing, I can still put on my rabbit manure and whatever compost that I've still collected from the winter and use it to grow, you know, through the spring and harvest. And then as the crops grow, I always grow way more than I need. I always give the rabbits, you know, whatever greens and lettuce and you know, collards, kale, whatever grows, I give that to the rabbits. And then I also have um, hutches that I can move along the grass. So 
as my baby rabbits grow, they're in a in a hutch that I can move from grass patch to grass patch, which is actually around my garden. So they're fertilizing the grass around my garden that I will then feed back to the rabbits, you know, that are, I have my adults in one spot and I grow my rabbits around, you know, so I move them around so I can cut the grass and give that back to them. So I have unlimited grass. So really rabbits to me are the most efficient animal for self-sustaining because if you have grass, you can feed them. Mm. You know, if we're if we're talking about like a you know a, a, a type of end of the world type of thing where you need to feed chickens grain, they're going to be harder to keep up with. So to me, rabbits, you know, I've always got grass. I'm going to feed the grass to the rabbits. They're going to give me manure, and I'm going to grow things from them, and then I'm going to eat the rabbits. Okay. Um, so that's kind of my my little mini system that I have going on. And how big is that garden? Do you need a lot of of uh, of ground to to make that happen? You don't really. I mean, you can. You it just depends. Like I do a lot of canning and preserving, so it just depends on how much you want to to save. So I probably have a, my garden is probably a quarter of an acre. My vegetable garden, <clears throat> and. You know, I have an area where I keep my chickens and rabbits all together. They probably have a half an acre. Um, and sometimes I let them out, just depending. You know, they're close to my garden. I keep, I have to keep them close because it just kind of keeps the system efficient. Mm -hmm. But I, can, I have a gate. So my, my chickens can go out and get into my garden too. So as long as my garden is grown up a little bit and they can't access the seedlings, I will let them go out and free range. So, yeah, I think you could do it on smaller on a smaller area. I think that's the beauty of rabbits really is having the ability to have a big area or a small area because they don't really need a lot of room mm. and you can collect their manure and use it for them to how, grow things. How long does it take to, to get uh, an ecosystem like that, which is self-specific, uh, uh, self well, I'm struggling by the word. Self-sustaining, yeah. Self-sustaining, yeah. <laughs> How long does it take you to, because it's not like, okay, I'm going to start that and today I'm going to gonna have my carrots and my, my stuff going on. So how long does it take you to have it like under control and that is going to feed you throughout the seasons? I mean, I think a few months. So if you buy it, you could easily buy some adult rabbits. Rabbits start to breed somewhere around four months. So you could get some four-month-old rabbits or older, and you'd have your adults, and then they breed. It's it's a quick gestational cycle. It's 30 days. Mm -hmm. So you breed them. You'd have babies in 30 days, and in four months, you'd have adults. So, mm. you know, I'd say six months or so, and then, you know, a, a growing season, just depending. You know, you can grow lettuce and kale and greens. Those are pretty, you know, they, they can start in the cold season, and they can grow into the early summer. Um, so you could you could have something going within you know four to six months. Wow, wow, and it, it makes sense, right? Because th there's always some crop that grows when when you don't expect it, right? So, and, and right, it, right, and like, you could, yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, and there's different types. You know, you you can feed rabbits just about anything. So from every you know season of your garden, you start with the cold season. Um, and also, so I'm a little bit of a of a nerd when it comes to gardening. I have my own scythe. That's an S C Y T H E, 
and I cut grass for my rabbits. And you could use that to harvest wheat or, you know, any kind of grain. Like the yes. uh, the Grim Reaper has, right? Yes, yes. It's a great ab workout. So I actually make hay for my for my rabbits. So I will keep I will keep a section of my grass uncut and I'll go out and make hay out of it. So it's just like like those are the things that actually make me happy. Like seeing my little patch of grass and I go out and I'll cut it down and watch the sun bake it, you know, for three days. I'll go out and turn it. So it's just like those simple things and getting back to how you do it. You can do it on your own, not having to have a big machine cut cut and bale your hay like those things can be done so you could have your own self-sustaining little rabbitry in you know less than a year wow. so well that, that, can, that's very that's very motiv motivating and inspiring for a lot of people because you know it, it it takes quite some work but but the funny thing is i think it was in new york where a professor asked his class and it was like 20 or 30 people in the class um Who wants to be involved with the project? And there were two groups. One was in the city and was getting his lectures. And the other one was just off of uh, uh, New York City. And they, they just had a, a few acres with, with a farm on it, right? So mm -hmm. um, basically, they, they wanted to be self-sufficient uh, and, and self-developing uh, their own food and stuff like that. Within six months, he asked the group, outside of New York, how is it going? And they all said, we're feeling a little bit uh, bad. Why? Because we have so much time that we do not have to do stupid things like learning and stuff like that, but we're in nature, working for ourselves, growing our own foods, and it only takes like 10 hours a week to get it going with all the people, mm. of course, right? Right with the old community, like I said. So mm -hmm. uh, harvest some wood, uh, take care of the uh, of the animals, take care of the plants and, and the crops and stuff like that. And then canning and, and preserving the food for the next summer or the next next uh, winter, stuff like that. And they, they said, we feel bad because we were learning stuff in a system that is completely inefficient, And we know exactly the things that we like to do, and we have seas of time. Mm -hmm. And it makes yeah. sense. They don't want us to do that. Exactly. Yeah. I just sometimes I imagine a world where everybody did that. And what would life even be like if we didn't have to go to school or have to go to work and pay bills? Like my son is getting to the age where he's starting to have that realization and he's in college and he's like I'm going to school every day and I'm learning things I don't need to learn hmm. and and I just tell him like right now you're just playing the game just yeah. play the game right now until you figure out how to get out of it because that's really the end goal <clears throat> is learning how to play their game so you can win it yeah just like and, you said sorry just like you said before you, you have to know the pharmaceutical industry to know thy enemy You know, and if you if you if you know how to walk the line, they can they can they can make nothing out of it. You know, right. I, I'm a I'm a normal nice person. I, I I go by the law. I don't hurt anyone or someone. And mm -hmm. well, there's nothing on my hand, so buzz off. You know, right. 
and then you have to start doing your own things that make yourself happy and 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 the people around you. Okay. And that's something that's going on. And, and I think like 100 or 150 years ago, I mean, history is is some is is also a, a big scam. There is, for my opinion, right. But I think there were right, right. there was a time where people did that, um, especially here in the Netherlands, which is. Uh, uh, been attacked by the Romans a few centuries ago, but basically it was farmland and uh, raising cattle, and that's what it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that that's why the, the, these protests are going on here in the Netherlands and now all across Europe about the farmers and stuff like that that built these lands. They were here for centuries, and now have right. to. Um, make way for big corporations and big companies, and you know stuff like that, and it doesn't make any sense. I mean, uh, it's 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 a it's very sad to see mm-hmm. what uh, the industrial revolution gave us. You know, in the in the beginning, like the sixties and the seventies, where you, when we you could uh, look at a program on, on on TV, the cars were getting better. You know, stuff like that. But then all of a sudden, in the 80s, it, it just went down somehow. Okay. Everybody needs a telephone. You, you don't have to, you know, if, if you're going in uh, in life without a telephone, without a, without a mobile, you, you're probably going to the, to the, to the Luna bit, right? You know, what? right. It's, and <laughs> I, I was thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm now 50 years young. 20 years ago, when somebody, was calling me on the telephone. I was excited, you know. We had this telephone at home, ding, ding, and oh, I get it, I get it. Someone from the other side of the world or whatever is <laughs> is, is calling me, right? You know. And and nowadays you're, you're you're sitting somewhere just to drink a cup of coffee, think about today, stuff like that. And you first you got an app, and then that person is ringing you, just like, hey, didn't you get my app? I'm not 24 hours available, guys. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, sometimes you need to back off with all that 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 stupid. I mean, we're communicating. Oh yeah, it definitely creates complications in life. You know, people get their feelings hurt now when you don't answer right away. It creates a whole new set of problems. You know, all the benefits of it are great, but how do we learn to live our lives so we have the benefits and not the negatives? Because it, yeah, it's I I feel like. You know, in some ways we we could live somewhat like the Amish where you keep your phone. Like, yeah, we have our mobile phone. We need it. We now have to have it to do business, to, you know, to make progress. But how do we control it? Because it has control of us right now. How do we gain control? Uh, maybe leaving it in one spot, you know, setting our boundaries with people, just letting them know. I don't know. I don't have the answer, but I'm, I'm definitely it's something that I'm working on as well because... I have the goal in the next two years to get out of the system. Mm-hmm. I'm working to get out of this system that they have control over us with and get control of my own life. And that's kind of my goal for the next few years. It's a beautiful goal. And I'm sure you're going to accomplish it because we are so powerful when we when we have the knowledge about how to live life in a, in a good way, in a healthy way, uh, man, I was thinking it, it takes so much knowledge and uh, effort to get into that. 
uh, I was weighing almost 100 kilograms and uh, well I wasn't struck by lightning but but I had some health diseases that that shook me up that I basically had to get my shit done and mm -hmm. uh, I started then to 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 look into my own system how it works and what's healthy and um, even doing intermittent fasting it's something like mm -hmm. I couldn't couldn't think about it like oh no man i need something to eat i need it and when i started to get hungry and i was doing uh when i do intimate fasting when i'm getting uh hungry i'm going for a walk like minimum one or two hours walk get my fresh air i mean it's it's something that's free you know it's good for my system mm -hmm. and the funny thing is when i come home i feel more energized and somehow i don't need to eat but that's the system that tells you, mm -hmm. you know, just like w when I go to my mom's, come on, boy, you got to eat. You know, you, first you were a little bit too fat, but now you're going to exactly. Get I'm not too skinny. I'm just like perfect in the in the way of my age and my uh, uh, my weight. So, but people don't look at that. You you you're, you know you got mm -hmm. uh, advertising going on, and they see how people should look like. And you should look like that because mm -hmm. that's healthy. They tell you on television. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one thing to, I think taking care of your health is one way that you can take control away from them because they've given us this abundance of food and not good food, this food that tastes good and everybody looks at food as kind of a, a, a different than it should be. Food we should have control over. And that's how we control our own lives as well, by controlling how we eat and how we look at food. So getting control of our health is the number one way that we control our, our, our future and our destiny, really, because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people come, you know, I see it all day long, people complaining about how expensive healthy food is, and it is expensive, and that's kind of how they've designed it. But my saying is always pay now or pay later. And I will pay now because it keeps me healthy. I'd rather pay now with money or time invested in creating healthy food than to pay with my health later when I'm going to be bound to whatever I can get my hands on because I don't have the ability to get what I know is good for me. So health is definitely should be number one priority for everyone. And that's how you gain control of your life. And isn't it funny that when you go one time shopping to the grocery store, like, and, and you take some fruits and some vegetables and stuff like that. If you then spend like one or two hours to see how you grow the seeds, to make seedlings mm -hmm. of them, it takes you like basically, let's say 50 bucks and three hours of your time. And you can grow your own fruit because it's nature. You don't have to go, mm -hmm. you know, we are so familiar with going to the grocery store mm -hmm. and get the food that we want. And if basically just, just like an apple, you know, I, I eat everything from the apple, except the, 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 the little stem or how it's called in English. I don't know, but I eat everything from the apple. Yeah. If, if I don't eat yeah. it and I take the seed and I put it in the ground, probably within our three, three or four months, there's a little sprout growing. Within a few years, taking care of it, stuff like that, it will give me my own apples. And some food is right. easier, just like a tomato 
or paprika, stuff like that, zucchini. You know, it's it's like one year and you can, like you said, you know, you, you, you <laughs> look at your plate and you're just like, wow, it's coming from my own garden. I know what I've been spraying on it or not. I know how it moved. <laughs> I know that uh, the chickens were, 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 you know, fighting around there and, 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 and yeah. took care of the soil. I know, you know, for some people, they get overwhelmed by it. But, you know, there's little boxes you can buy to put on your back porch, you know, just grow a few things and start small and see if it's something you can enjoy. And then if you really don't enjoy it, maybe somebody, you know, does and you can kind of offer them something in return. I don't know, you know, Yeah. there's got to be ways that we can all work together. And you're more connected to nature. And, and for, for, for my opinion... If I'm connected to nature, just like grounding, you know, walking bare feet on my grass, or just put your mm-hmm. put your hands in the inner soil, you no, know, you know, when you're all day long outside and you do that stuff, you're feeling like uh, did this uh, this moment of of of, uh, of humbled and gra- uh, grateful about wow, that was a beautiful day, and you you probably you're gonna turn to sleep when it's nine o'clock, right? Because because you're exhausted, because right. everything is yes like it's meant to be uh and not you know looking at screens and stuff like that but just look at the, at the soil and and how it's going you make your garden beautiful and stuff like that it makes completely sense to me i wish i had a piece mm-hmm. of ground to do that and that will come <laughs> it take a little bit more <laughs> take a while but that that will come um you know, I have friends that don't have land and I always offer them, you know, hey, you can come over and help me weed or you can come over and just enjoy it with me. You know, even sometimes just giving people the ability to just come and enjoy what you enjoy. I'm happy to give things away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I, I have friends that don't have the time or the ability to and it's just something that I love. So I, I'm happy to share it. So if you know somebody who has garden. You know, even offering to just go and enjoy it, looking at it with them, even that is like enjoyment for them. It's even that, you know, like we said, it's energy, trade energy. Oh, yeah. Offer to pull a few weeds. You have to grow it yourself. And even if you're if you're living in an apartment in the middle of New York, you can, I, I sort of like stacking with some, uh, called, um, where you put some water in normally, like a basket. And you, you, you can grow mm-hmm. food. Yeah, they grow. They have those. Yeah, and, and you have like a basket tree and you can make pota- uh, potatoes and tomatoes, you know, just like basically little stuff. But you, you can look at it. You, you can see how it grows. It, it's so satisfying because it's it's nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it, it's all that you need, right? Is, is right. it something that, that uh, connects you to the uh, anti-aging and biohacking? That's just something that kind of fell into place. Um, I think just starting out in my 20s, I just started to eat really clean and I was very strict with my diet and I really didn't have any, you know, anti-aging goals. I didn't think about that, you know, when I was at that age. But as I started to get into my 30s and, you know, people would always make comments that, you know, I looked so healthy, so young and, you know, my kids, you know, even you know, they also were always so healthy. So I, I guess it just kind of happened. And as I started to think, wow, you know, I'm, I'm going to be aging. I want to stay healthy. 
the the aesthetics of it really wasn't my priority. It was really how does my body feel? How old do I feel? And so the anti-aging is not just the aesthetic, but that is kind of a side effect of anti-aging. So just watching, not eating a lot of sugar, not eating soda or not drinking soda, just really eliminating the the processed foods, I think is what kind of led me on this journey. And I started to feel that. I've never felt like I was aging. I feel exactly the same as I felt in my, you know, yeah, actually I feel better than I did as a teenager because I do remember being very sluggish. Um, I actually went through a, where I had Lyme disease from for a few years. Wow. And I think that kind of also propelled me um, to continue to eradicate that because that's something that you have to always keep at bay. Mm. So I've conquered that and it just kind of all worked itself together to kind of into this biohacking thing where I, you know, I utilize peptides. I have hyperbaric chamber. I have an infrared sauna. I have red light. So it's not maybe accessible to everyone, but you can find those things in other ways. You know, you can do sun gazing, you can ground, you can, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do that don't have to require money and extra things. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it just fascinates me. The idea of, of kind of aging backward. Yeah. <laughs> just like the, the, this movie with, uh, with Brad Pitt, uh, the life of Benjamin something. He, 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 I think he, he 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 starts out as a baby, but he's old age. He gets younger, younger, and younger, and stuff like that. But right. I think it's very right. possible, especially what you said about the food and about sun gazing, grounding. Uh, for for me, example, uh, for me, I I don't uh, don't use normal soap. You know, in the early days, you do bada das or stuff like that, or aches. You know, you know, I don't want to smell like a tropical peach. I'm, I'm not that kind of guy that wants to smell like a troll <laughs> or like a midnight freeze. What the, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And uh, the same with, uh, with my laundry. Uh, I, I don't want to smell like a bear that's hopping on a grass field. I don't know. I don't have something in mind right. that, that, you know, so I have this, I had this washing egg and there are basically, there are, um, little, um, uh, what's it called? A vul volcanic stuff is in it. So it basically just, if your clothes are not too dirty, it smells fresh like lavender, but it's completely natural. They did it in like hundreds mm -hmm. of years ago. And when I wash myself, I mm -hmm. normally use uh, Aleppo soap, which is only, uh, let me say that all correct. Uh, it's, I think it's oil of oil and some other oil from a nut. It's only that in it. The funny thing mm -hmm. is, okay. I never ever had such a good skin. Never dry. Never um, uh, like acne and stuff like that, which I had before. Maybe when I eat too much chocolate, because that's something I really like. Chocolate. Mm -hmm. So, what are the things that you like? Well, you have you have a very healthy uh, uh, system, but. Are there some some of these things that you say, oh man, these are the things that you can wake me up for in the night, like ice cream or or chocolate and stuff like that, or aren't there any? So i I don't have a lot of weaknesses with food. I think it's because I've been so strict with my diet for so long. 
Um, so food is not my weakness. Now I do like food, but I just, I guess I gained control over it pretty early. Um, but you know, I, I will have the occasional dessert, you know, I do enjoy holidays and my kids enjoy my cooking. So, you know, sweet potato pie, probably one of my things that I enjoy, but it's going to be more on the savory side. But yeah, I think I eliminated chemicals from my house so long ago that I don't even think about it anymore. But when you bring it up, yeah, I, I, yeah, I do remember like eliminating all the extra chemicals and dyes and fragrances and things like that. And my my kids know it, my, I picked up my son from from the airport one day and I, I could smell his laundry detergent. I was like, what have you been doing? <laughs> they know that there's no laundry detergent allowed. And he's like, I just washed my blanket with it. I'm like, you know better. And, you know, they kind of laugh me off, but, you know, I just kind of, they know me and, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to get in trouble, but they know that I'm always going to be on them about their health yeah. and in a loving way, you know, whereas maybe in the past generations, it's loved you with food. Here's more food. Here's more food. I kind of am the opposite. So it's kind of been incorporated into my lifestyle that, you know, just eliminating all those extra things that can contribute to disease mm. and health problems. Yeah, because that's something too, you know, I think nature gives us everything, uh, especially herbs and stuff like that to, to heal ourselves. Right. Our body is capable of healing ourselves if you treat it good. If you got the good nutrition, if you got the right food on the right time, um, we can heal ourselves. And there are lots of people that do that nowadays that dig into that topic because it's, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of people are aware that the system that uh, if you're going in that rat race like a system, you're going to die. And we're all going to die, but we want to have uh, mm-hmm. as uh, as good as healthy life as long as we can get. Um, yeah, with, with and food is the basics that we need: sleep, food, and oxygen. And mm-hmm. imagine if you're living in the middle of uh, New York City, that oxygen is a big problem. First of all, uh, mm-hmm. you now fast food depends on what kind of job you have, but. Uh, probably pizza and, and, and all this junk food that, that's been across the corner. And, uh, yeah, exercising is probably somewhere in a penthouse house without any nature surrounded. I mean, how? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's a synthetic, it's a synthetic lifestyle completely yeah. when you're, you know, you, you can have that extreme where you have no connection to nature and some people, that's just how they live their life. But there are ways to still connect with your health you know you can still you can buy a grounding mat you can buy grounding sheets you know there's things if you're in that if you're in that synthetic lifestyle it's usually going to be centered around money it's going to cost money to get back to nature so it's kind of a you know self self self-fulfilling system where you're you're making more money but then you have the means to buy all those extra things Mm. so then just just to get back to nature you know when you could just do the opposite and just Stop chasing the money and back off and get back to nature and have everything free. So it's Just kind of that. Out. I mean, if there's some kind of grass, a little forest, a little park, put your shoes out. Uh, w- no socks. Uh, sometimes I, I'm I'm uh, walking here and it's like uh, almost freezing cold. And sometimes I just take a few steps with my shoes off and my socks off. And people look at me like crazy, but I don't care. 
The funny thing is they try mm -hmm. to measure how fast your immune system or your system uh, connects to when you ground. They can't mm -hmm. figure that out because it's so fast. I think it's, if you do like 20 minutes of barefoot walking on a soil, on real soil, you complete blood red types, uh, uh, red blood types will completely be different. It, it will be completely balanced. I mean, mm -hmm. wow. Only by walking barefoot. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that I, people don't really, t we take it for granted. You know, our medicine is right outside the door. Mm. And, you know, the herbs that you bring, that's definitely something that I'm working to, you know, every year now. So this past year, I created a herb garden that's going to be kind of my experimental garden and I'll be growing and experimenting on people that I know and just, you know, and anyone that's interested really in creating tinctures and different ways of using herbs. Um, I have a friend who's looking for a way to get off her blood pre pressure medication. So um, I'm going to be helping her with that this coming, you know, this coming year once I can grow herbs. And I had some, uh, now I'm blanking on the name. It I had grown, it's a plant uh I'm completely blanking because now it's the it's it's snow outside so I don't think about plants right now but there are definitely herbs that you can use the greenery and the flowers oh, to yeah. use kind of a blood pressure lowering uh tincture so it's just a matter of how much do you need <clears throat> the underline is so strong about that and and you know everybody's using this roundup because it doesn't look good on a porch and stuff like that but just like well wait a minute Everything is there with a with a purpose, and mm -hmm. we right, never... yeah, that's yeah. a whole conspiracy right there. The dandelions and the roundup, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's so powerful. And it's it's the same with honey. I have this uh, I don't know what's it called, but this bee holder here in in the neighborhood, just like a few blocks away. Um, if you go to that garden from that guy, it's just like paradise. It's like the Garden of Eden flowers everywhere and he said oh i'm gonna grab some bees you know what and uh this is real honey it's not like you go to the supermarket and you say can i have some honey and you pay four or five bucks with sugar and glucose and stuff like that no 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 this is real honey he can show you and he mm -hmm. loves to tell you about how it's working and i think if you sleep under a honey uh, under a beehive i think that's called uh, it mm -hmm. resonates with the with the with the with the frequency that you're gonna be 100% grounded within a few minutes because it's the same resonance as the Earth. Wow! Wow! I haven't heard that. That's that's amazing. It's it's really. I, I, normally, I have to uh, I, I check these things out, but it's unbelievable. Dig into that. It's it's like this is a, mm -hmm. a, a frequency that's that's so close to nature to everything. It's really awesome mm -hmm. and. Um, just just like I said, if you go to his garden, he has maybe I do not uh, over exaggerate like one hundred kinds of plants and flowers, and he knows everything about that. I mean, that's something we need, man. That's, yes, yeah, and I have my own uh, ecological system for my toilet, so I don't have water in my toilet. So basically, okay. I. Well, I pee in a can and I throw that away some, well, when it's full. And I have this bucket and I learned about that 
first of all, I had a plastic pocket, but that's not good. <laughs> I now have well, a <laughs> no, because it's it, you know, well, plastic and uh, no. right, not good and ammonia, yeah, yeah. So I have now this, uh, I think it's sink or something like that, but it's, it's like an iron bucket. And I have this uh, biodegrading uh, bags, and that's where I poo in. But I, I use mm-hmm. uh, saw, uh, sawdust to cover up. So you smell nothing. And mm-hmm. oh, ecological. No, this, and this is when I have my own garden, I can use that as a compost too. Exactly. Yeah, you can. It's a lot of nitrogen. You know, you can add. I mean, what I eat, what's not being uh, digested or something like that. They're always with, and it depends on what you eat, of course, right? So, so if I have my chocolate mm-hmm. and stuff like that, well, basically what you put in is come and get out. So, if you eat healthy mm-hmm. and and just like what, what you said about uh, the chickens, what you feed them and, and your rabbits, that's that's fertilizing the the, the soil. And it makes so right. much sense. It makes so much sense. And, yeah, that's uh, interesting. You have five kids, so you have, and but but they're 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 not all flown out now already, or my youngest are the twins. They're sixteen now, so they're just starting to be independent. And my oldest is twenty-two; she'll be twenty-three this month. Um. And she's graduated from college. She's actually a nurse. So we're also, you know, we're together in the health, in the health or the medical industry. So doing different things. Um, yep. So they're all doing, you know, they're, they've all, I homeschooled them for most of their lives. And that was, you know, something that I enjoyed. And I feel like that was the best foundation for them. Now, if I could go back knowing now, because this was, you know, at least eight, years ago since I homeschooled them. But if I could go back, I would definitely teach them some different things now that I have, you know, come like this, you know, from like, like I was saying in my twenties, I awakened to vaccines and what was there and kind of mistrusting the system. And it kind of grew from there to, you know, nine eleven, seeing what happened there. And that was definitely, you know, eye opening and kind of went on from there where I, did my own thing. And, and I felt like homeschooling my kids, I didn't want them in the public school. That was an absolute no. Uh, I wanted to teach them real history, what I thought was real history at the time, and real, you know, math and cursive and how to read young. And so I tried to do the best I could now with that. And now I'm feeling like I have to go back and reteach them things. So I, I still kind of I'll, I, I tell them now, hey, we're going to like redo some homeschool lessons. Remember that thing we talked about, you know, history? Yeah, it's really not true. So I'm trying to <laughs> Isn't that go back if, in. Yeah, if, if you go into that uh, in that stuff and, and you think you, you're, uh, you, you're awake about some stuff or that you think, oh, I, I know, I know now a little bit more about it than all of a sudden you you see some other stuff and just like oh my god oh yeah. i have i have to skip that whole chapter i mean i have to relearn that again and the funny thing is i don't know in virginia is it is it allowed to homeschool people yes okay. and i had because i had a degree i was able to kind of make it it was a lot easier for me mm-hmm. to 
register them for homeschool because I had a bachelor's degree already. So you just send them, you just basically just tell them this is what I'm going to do and they're homeschooled. Okay. So if you don't have a degree, I'm not sure what the, what, I think you have to go a little bit, you have to do a little bit more work, but if you have a college degree, it's a lot easier. Okay. Because we digged into that in here in the Netherlands, but the system is so sophisticated for them that it's not allowed. So they, mm. it's it's not allowed. And, and you have basically until they're 18, 16 or 18, you have, uh, uh, you, you should send them to school. Otherwise you will be have problems and you could be locked up and stuff like that. And uh, kids were uh, getting away, they going into the system from the system. That's not good. Mm -hmm. uh, it varies from state to state. Yeah, so it just difference. really depends. Yeah. But the funny mm -hmm. thing is, when kids come from school back home, you will have them for like a few hours that you can tell, okay, what are you talking about in school? Wait a minute. I have a different point of view or, you know, you can you can like one hour, maybe 15 minutes a day, you can talk about the stuff that really matters in life. And if, they, if you have mm -hmm. children that are, uh, um, you know, that are aware of stuff like that and they know that then then it makes sense to them okay well, well my girlfriend she has a daughter and she's now 10 years old she's so brilliant she asked the really right questions because there's no question unanswered we uh -huh. tell when she asks the question she's going to have the answer that the real answer is yeah it's a problem that we have right uh, oh, she's 10 years old. We don't dig into that. Pro no, no. T she, she's, you know, you, you can look at them, see how uh, they're in life, how they treat others, how they uh, basically evolve and stuff like that. Then she can say, oh, why? Right, this makes really sense when she comes up with this question, but give her the right answers, uh, uh, the answer okay. and the question, right? So, yeah. Um, well, I think it helps if you keep fluoride out of their water and you keep good nutrition, I think kids are going to naturally have more thought and ability to critical think than kids that are completely in the system and they're eating and drinking, you know, and using the chemicals. So it's really, I think, important that if your children have to be in the system, that you can at least take control of their health. Mm. You can't give up on both. Because then you're just, there's just no hope at that point. Not that there's no hope, you know, you can detox and, but it's going to be harder to get to them as they get older. And that's what you're seeing with the youth of today, I think in college, where they go to college and get indoctrinated. And it starts when, when they're, when they're young and they are a little bit, uh, nowadays it's called ADHD, but they're a little bit, you know, mm -hmm energized okay give me candy and put them in front of the television yeah it's right. unbelievable yeah and I see it all day long yeah and that that's that that's something that that really bothers me i don't have any children uh because i'm i'm, I'm a child myself i'm 50 years old and i i have to <laughs> i have to put my, my my arms around myself sometimes it's just like oh cool down rob cool down but the thing is, it, it starts just like you said. It starts with the little things, you know, basically to be aware of what you put into them, what you feed them, mm -hmm. what you do to them, what, what kind of energy you give them and what kind of information you give them. 
um, you know, what, what you put in is what you get out. So I don't think that it's an ADHD problem, but I know it from myself. I'm, um, I'm ADHD, but I can, um, structurize that with not eating too much sugar. So uh-huh. really something basically, to, okay, when I eat less sugar, I'm less intense or less, uh, energetic. And it makes completely sense because sugar, mm-hmm. you know, is going to, going to fire you up. That's yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah. It's going to mess with your hormones and just get all your systems off balance. Everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. So, so what was right. it for you when, when they came up in, uh, 2020 with this, uh, thing that should be there and, uh, mm-hmm. listening to your journey where you were at that time, you know, raising your, your kids, being aware of the food, uh, making your own garden, stuff like that. And then all of a sudden they came up with this, uh, this thing, how, how um, yeah, what was the bioweapon? The bioweapon. Yes. There we are. There we are. <laughs> All right. Please tell me about, about your, your, uh, how, how you looked at it and how you dealt with it. So at that time I was in my, I believe it was the second half of my third year, second year of pharmacy school. So I was, you know, still in the thick of it. And I think there was a short time because I had a friend who was living over in Japan and she started talking about this thickness coming from China. And I was like, oh, you know, no big deal, whatever. She's like, no, I think it's going to start affecting people. And I was like, well, we'll see. And then that was like maybe October. I can't remember exactly when it was October. It might've been September timeframe of, well, I, I'm blanking on the years right yeah. now. Yeah. You know how the time frame kind of like is the big fog. Um, so she started talking about that because she was in Japan and then it didn't really start affecting us till what January, February. And then, so we went to spring break. It was in March. And when we came out, we never came out out of spring break. And so there was a time that I was a little bit concerned because it was unknown and I was, you know, kind of being cautious, like, okay, what's going on? But I was never on board with the mask that never made sense to me. So, but yeah, I was, we were started doing online classes and, and it wasn't very long when they started to bring up a vaccine that my alarm bell started going off because they were talking about hydroxychloroquine and I was, you know, trying to listen to all the different protocols that were out there. And I started seeing very soon or very quickly that there was an agenda showing up. Mm-hmm. And so people were dying in the hospitals not on the street, not at home, in the hospitals. So my immediate, I would say within a month, my immediate concern was, it's not that I was afraid of getting sick per se, but I was afraid of going to the hospital because I I already had mistrust of the medical system. I was in the medical system and I already could see, you know, the money was all involved with with everything. So my immediate concern wasn't necessarily the the virus, that they were talking about, I say that in quotes, um, but the hospital protocols. And so, and I, I, I started learning about the hydroxychloroquine. And so I, I started to see that hydroxychloroquine was the answer, you know, and that the protocol. So I kind of came up with my own protocol. I started to gather that up myself to have it on hand. And the, as soon as I 
had that on hand, which was probably within two to three months, I was okay. I'd had no more concerns. I, I started to not feel worried about it. You know, there was a lot of hysteria going around. Then they started bringing in the masks. And we were still online, so it wasn't really an issue for me. But once I finished my third year, so we went through, I believe, two semesters online, and then we started going back to class, and they started enforcing the masks and the testing. And I could see the mandates coming three miles away. So I had to start preparing for that because to me it was, you know, if they were going to enforce that, because I had already had the first, this was the first time I ever had to take a flu shot and they mandated it, you know, for me to go to school. And as much as I I felt against, you know, vaccines, there was, you know, to me, I was like, well, you know, it's no big deal. At that time, you know, the first couple of years, I was like, no, it's no big deal. I've, I've had vaccines. I didn't see through the agenda at, you know, starting pharmacy school. I'm kind of, I'm kind of looping around. Sorry to backtrack a little bit. So I, I did have a bad reaction to a flu vaccine. And so I was trying to get an exemption for that and working on exemptions. And I was going back to my kids going to school. I was able to get just exemptions for them. It didn't matter religion. It, they weren't going to question it. I, I got religious exemptions for all of them. So I was already working on exemptions before they even started to mandate it. So I could see that that was coming. Um, so I had to go through all that and, and I started to see what was going on early on. And I actually, we had a group chat of my class and I started saying some kind of speaking up about that, even like the testing. And there was a time that, you know, I had to get tested for one of my rotations and I was ready to quit school over that. I was ready to, to leave it all behind over just a test because it just... It didn't make sense to me. You know, I would have to get tested, but then, you know, it was like 72 hours before I started my rotation and I was ready to fight. I I was, you know, done. I was done with it all. And that at that time, my mom actually got sick and that's a whole nother story I won't go into, but she got sick um, and it was not COVID, but she, it was in Florida. I couldn't get to her I was doing my rotations which were very, were very demanding I was in a hospital rotation and this was when I found out I was going to have to take this test that I was ready to drop out of school over um, and she ended up getting sick and I had to put school on hold and go down to Florida well she ended up to, and, and this is just my opinion um, they murdered her in the hospital with the protocols mm. and because they would not I could not ha have access. They wouldn't talk to me. They, they they said she had COVID, which she did not. She didn't have any symptoms. She was a diabetic. She was not vaccinated. And it is my opinion that they targeted her um, and they put her on the protocol. They ended up putting her on the uh, remdesivir, which basically killed her kidneys and she died. So I had to deal with that. So um, it kind of gave me a little less fight when it came to school. So I found, you know, ways to not to, I still had to do the testing, but I did not put it up my nose, you know, because I just don't trust those things. I found other ways around it to not have to do that. So um, I wasn't, I did have the fight in me because my mom was so proud of me going back to school that I just, I needed to finish school be, for her. 
So I finished school, you know, and she was a, a big motivation for me to get through after she died to finish school because she was so, so proud that I, I did that at the point in life that I was. So I really did it for, for her in that end. And I just, I let go of that fight and I had to push on and finish up. So I finished up. And so that's kind of the long way around. I, I've been able to see through this COVID you know, agenda from the beginning to where, you know, I'm using pharmacy as a way to help people when I can, you know, if I can educate people about it, you know, I have people coming in and asking for the vaccine and some people, they actually genuinely have questions and I will, you know, give them things to research on their own. You know, for instance, the, the Pfizer vaccine had, we haven't seen the Pfizer vaccine in months. It's not out there. And it disappeared. And people, you know, I, I've seen people come in, they're like, oh, can I have the Pfizer? And I'll just say, I don't think it's coming back. And, you know, I, I can't really give my opinion. I don't want to get fired right now. I'm trying to, you know, just make my way through. Mm. But I'll drop little things. You know, I don't think the Pfizer vaccine is coming back because they, they found some ingredients in them that were not disclosed. So I don't know if that's the reason why we don't see the Pfizer vaccine, but it is not out there. Nobody's getting the Pfizer vaccine right now. Good. Yeah, but there is the Moderna. The Moderna's out there. People walk themselves in and they want it. Um, but there are some people that do ask about it. And I will tell them, you know, you might want to look into SV40. Hmm. Look at what SV40 is because that is the ingredient that Pfizer did not disclose. And that is the um, uh, the the ingredient that they put in there that is linked to cancer. The, the the turbo cancers is the S the SV40 and it's in a lot of vaccines so I would urge people to look into SV40 as as an ingredient in the vaccines. So yeah, I I never I never bought I never bought the the fear you know it was like I said it was a momentary thing that I was concerned about being admitted into a hospital and I wanted to figure out how to not get whatever it was. Mm -hmm. that was going around. And at that time, you know, I wasn't as familiar with the controversy around whether viruses exist that I'm now, you know, kind of looking into m myself that I'm, I'm seeing that there is possibility that viruses may not actually be the cause of a lot of things they're blamed for. Mm -hmm. And then it may be other things. So it definitely was, a, you know, I, I was already eyes open. So that just completely threw me out to where I was shamelessly eyes open, you know, where I'm boldly eyes open. It's not even, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid. I think it's become obvious now, you know, whereas before it was kind of, I didn't have any shame in my, my stance on things. You know, people thought I was crazy. Now I'm not thought of as crazy anymore <laughs> uh, for all my things that I do. And, and there's a bigger growing community about not that crazy kind of people. Mm -hmm. Right. It's more becoming mainstream now, which is was Thank nice. God. Thank God. It's it's yes. uh, it's feeling quite isolated when it doesn't matter what kind of well critical thinking topic. I, I'm not a conspiracy thinker. That that's that's uh, that's a conspiracy thinking that I'm a conspiracy theory. Ther ther therapist or theorist I, I don't pronounce that good yes you know thinking Theor theorist is correct theorist yeah exactly thinking that I'm a conspiracy theorist is a conspiracy first of all 
So I'm a critical thinker, right. and and yep. sometimes you have some topics that people say, oh, don't go to there or stuff like that. No, I will go to there. I want to make my own self, my plausible truth. I I would say, which feels good for myself. It doesn't have to be for someone else. And uh, when mm-hmm. I first opened up my eyes, I, I just wanted to scream it from the top of my lungs. You know, hey, you looked into this, you right? That. And it was uh, mm-hmm. exactly going opposite as what I was expecting. Just like exactly. You're crazy. Uh, get yourself checked up. Uh, is Rob going all right? Because you know about these things and about that. So I feed him some breadcrumbs. And if somebody, I wants think it's to... about planting. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Safe. I think you have to live it. Live it. Let people come to you. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I I I, I drop a bomb. You know, in 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 a way of. Uh, <laughs> blah 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 and, and then and, then, and then when something is just like out completely uh not the way i think then i would say just like oh oh you think that you're this flat also something like that and they look at you like what and then i have another topic to go into <laughs> yeah like no that. it takes time to be able to say that one out loud oh and it's unbelievable because we talk about 9-11 or jfk uh nasa we can talk about so many conspiracies, but if you if you only take a little tip of the wheel of that one, and I don't say it's true, I don't see it's mm-hmm. not true, but I think for me it's more plausible that we don't live on the globe. That's it. But to get right. into that discussion, it's like okay, we, we were ringing the loony, uh, the loony bin is already, so Rob's going to be taken away, <laughs> be thrown away for. Oh wait, we just discussed like three or four hours about all these crazy topics, but don't bring up that one. <laughs> What's your favorite? Right, conspiracy? right. When you know, so my favorite one now is definitely flat Earth. It's it's. I feel like I've gotten to the point that I don't need to keep proving it to myself over and over and over, you know, you, you get to a point of saturation where you can either accept it or regret, reject it. Mm -hmm. And I think once you get to the point where you accept it, you know, you can move on to other things, but that one is such a launch pad to our history. Um, but my favorite one, I know, I I know to me, that one's kind of like a hidden secret, you know, it's kind of like the secret key to everything. You know, so you can come to all these conclusions about all these other conspiracies. But like you said, once you reach that one, it's it's the big one. It's the big wall to jump over. Once you once you're over that wall. Yeah. It makes everything come together. It's the it's the hidden key that unlocks everything. Everything. Yeah. It's like going with a rocket to above and you see the world just like, oh, wow. Until you hit the roof, of course. But. (laughs) <laughs> right it's right. like taking off and, and it's like wow wow yeah if you can open your mind to that one and really accept that we've been lied to on such a magnif- such a magnitude of that it really opens your mind up to what else mm. what else and it really gives you the ability to keep your eyes wide open to other possibilities you know the, the history um, and and accepting that 
everything is a lie. But if you can't get past that one, you know, it's easy to accept that the government might be in on 9-11 or that, you know, the, the government may have allowed this, you know, pandemic to happen or this biological weapon to be unleashed across, you know, societies. And, you know, now we're seeing that unravel. That one is really hard to wrap your mind around because it starts so young. Yeah. And the, 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 the thing is, when you look, when you take a look at it right now and you look out about how society is going now, our indoctrination camps work for our children. It's, it's been like, uh, they put it in and not a reverse, but it, they, they put it up one gear above, you know, you can do this. You can't, you can't right. do that. You can't see the stuff that you've been seeing like five or six years ago. You you can't make up your own mm -hmm. goddamn mind uh, because they don't allow you to dig into the topic or say, oh, these these people are really, you know, way up, way up. Yeah. And oh, you can see it online. You make one little comment and they come after you with the pitchforks. And I like to drop, you know, like you said, Online, it's a little different. I'll drop seeds in my life, but online you can kind of like drop little bombs and walk away. And I, I think I do it just to like test. It's, it's, it's mm -hmm. a test for myself and kind of what's going on, even on the pages that we're on in social media that seem to be like-minded. You mm -hmm. drop a bomb on about flat earth and they will come after you yeah. with a vengeance. I and that. you know, Go ahead. it's just a way to thicken your skin. Yeah, I learned that quite a while ago when I was a, a bitter, angry young man and I had basically about everything I had a subjective meaning, uh, opinion. And um, well, when I was in the hospital, when they took 35 centimeters of my intestines out, I had to get shit done and I had to dig into my own system and, and think about, okay, what's not working for me? Well, be negative. Uh, giving the wrong energy to the wrong people, doing the stuff that I don't like to do, all that kinds of stuff. And one of the things I learned, well, I, I did myself was I was um, engaging into messaging, whatever, Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that. I was typing the message and then I, w when I spit it out, I deleted it. So I yeah, was getting scary. into the conversation, but I was spitting it out just like I do now, writing just like, oh, th th this is scrap or this is beautiful. I write it down, put it away. Thank you. Uh, uh, it's out of my system. Mm -hmm. That gave me so much ease. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And it's something that um, I still have sometimes about some topics. I just want to, to you know, grab my pen and get into that conversation and I, and I think why it, yeah if it's a bot I don't know if it's a real person I don't know if it's a mm -hmm. hip eating uh a basement guy like six, 16 years old drinking coca-cola all day in 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 his in his mom's room I don't know mm -hmm. and you know what I don't give any shit anymore right I don't, I don't give my energy back exactly it's what we talked about before. If I spend my energy in the ether with that kind of crap, I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's like so low level. 
I have to do so many things to get my energy back on a positive way. You know, okay, you know what? Blah, 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 blah. Put my, put my, um, my fingers in my ears and, uh, you know, you can talk what you want, but I don't listen to you anyway. So I pick up my guitar, right. I make a song, um, stuff like that. I do the things that I really love. Go, go outside. I have the fresh air. Look up and see what imagine, uh, 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 what magic is going on there. If I can see it when they not spray. But stuff like right. that, you know, um, I have this, this, this really, no, it's not stupid. It's beautiful. Uh, we, we celebrate Santa Claus. So not uh, on the 25th of December, but on the 5th of December. It's, it's uh, uh, Santa Claus, right? So I, I got this, um, it's a basket you can hang somewhere. And there are these, uh, these uh, uh, I don't know how we call it some bowls for the birds at it's food for the birds and these are these are little mm -hmm. so i hang that up um in front of my window when i look outside and when i hang mm -hmm. it up i took took a coffee i was looking at it and the first birds the first birds were uh getting this food it made me so happy it's just like this man yeah it's those simple things oh Love it, love it. Uh, yeah. Now the the sun came out, and out probably within three to four weeks, the first little green leaves are coming out. Just like oh, it's almost spring. I it makes me yes. really happy. And uh, maybe they think I'm a lunatic, but one great uh, verb from uh, Guns N' Roses song is called "Some say I'm crazy, and I'll guess I'll always be." <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that as well. You know, I've gotten used to the crazy, you know, that's not as crazy anymore. It used to be really crazy and now it's not crazy anymore. But, you know, then I've added the ultimate crazy on top of that, which is the flat earth. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I'm okay with that. How do, uh, do your uh, children also know that you're into the flat earth now or? or... Yes. How to do it? Yes. And I, and, Definitely took time. I, I, I did the research that I needed to do to be 100% before I spoke about it to anyone. And ironically, my older son came out, came around to it before I did. It was kind of like around the same time. Wow. And he gives me credit for opening his eyes to the COVID stuff because I made a big deal to them because my kids are older. You know, some of them are in college and, you know, over 18. And I had to be very vocal about this vaccine that they were mandating and i had to you know it kind of it 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 was very difficult for some time because my kids were not aware of what was going on with the government even though they knew the lifestyle that we always led was kind of going against the grain raw milk you know grass-fed meat you know everything kind of anti-government mm. um so they already knew <clears throat> exactly the they already yeah, anti-vax, you know, they knew these things. They knew, oh, we're going to get the religious exemption again this year. You know, say so they already knew. And at that time, you know, to kind of go with the religious exemption, I was not religious because I was very science-minded. So I was actually kind of borderline atheist agnostic at that time. So I didn't teach my kids religion. We didn't go to church. <clears throat> so um, they, they, they already knew kind of how I was. So when the COVID stuff hit, I had to be very vocal about it. And my son gives me credit for that 
opening his mind to what else. And he actually came onto the flat earth before I came to a conclusion. It's not that I wasn't looking into it. I had it come to a real conclusion. So he and I started talking about it. Um, and it's kind of kind of been a bonding experience for us. Um, he's, he's 20. So we, it's been a bonding experience for us. He's like my best friend. You know, we, we talk more than I talk to some of my girlfriends. Um, and we talk about all this stuff, the history. So my kids know, um, and then I'm, I'm still planting seeds in my, my older, my, I have one. So he's my oldest son. I have a daughter who's older. I'm still talking to her about it. And, you know, I don't push now. I was very pushy about some things and I had to back off because she's an adult and I had to come to this realization that it doesn't matter if we agree. Mm -hmm. My goal is that I, I love her and I want to support her. I want her to be happy and I don't need her to agree with me. I want the best for her, but if I'm not talking to her or things are not good, then it's not going to do that. It's not going to do her any good. So I have to kind of ease up because she has to make her decisions. And then the younger kids, you know, they're they're still very receptive to the things that I have to say. So I'm still planting seeds for them, but, you know, because they're not little and I'm not teaching them as an authority, now they're out there seeing their friends as authorities and mm. it's definitely a little more tiptoe around it. But I have not been quiet about it since I came across, you know, since I crossed that bridge to a hundred percent where I know that I'm, I don't have to be afraid to, to tell people, you know, it's gotten a lot easier and I will tell my kids, yep, they're at this flat. So, <laughs> you know, look into that. There's nothing. <laughs> look into it. Yeah, it's it's not that crazy if if you, um, if you talk about the other stuff like the the health and and the the food and about how the system works and stuff like that. If you if you covered all these little topics, you know all these small steps. If you go to the big step, it it makes probably more sense than oh right, I have a normal life. Uh, I got five children. I I I'm into the system. Uh, I, I'm vaccine and stuff like that. And by the way, do you have this flat? Everybody would freak out because right. what, you know, but yeah, you leave that out, one for later. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're very aware about, uh, the system that we're in and about, you know, Hey, Hey, take a look at the sky. Is that normal that they, that they have all these crazy lines? We didn't have that, you know, and stuff like that makes mm -hmm. them aware and just like you said, you don't have to push, but you can sometimes bring up the topic. And have a conversation as an adult about it if they want to know more. And you know, mm -hmm. pushing makes 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 uh, uh, you push them more away. Um, exactly. That, that's yeah. But but it's something like, oh boy, I got something to tell you. <laughs> and and what yeah, you I think it's asking questions is a is my kind of my approach now. Um, just bringing up things to like let them think about it mm. and I think that was really the, the 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 foundation of homeschooling my kids was teaching them critical thinking I actually had a whole subject was critical thinking you know we would have math we would have science we would have grammar critical thinking was a whole curriculum in itself mm -hmm. and so that was the basis so I'm trying to kind of remind them in different ways the critical thinking aspects you know I'll bring up things you know my daughter works in the PICU at, um, at a hospital in the ICU and she'll bring up things and I'll just kind of ask her questions and see if it 
trigger something mm-hmm. and hoping that she will kind of see what's going on because she's going to see a lot of things. She's just starting out, but she's going to see a lot of things. So I want her to be able to critically think and, and not that, you know, she's an adult. She's very, very smart. She's very, she's good at critical thinking, but college does kind of blind you a little bit. Mm. It indoctrinates you, right? But it's the same mm-hmm. going on. I, as you said, I'm very sorry about, about your mom that she passed away, but everyone with a degree in nursery and stuff like that should know when you take these medicines, people can talk. And when you're lying down flat on your belly, you're going to implode. That's something that's basically said in, in these kinds of uh, educations, right? Right. And, and I think that a lot of doctors were aware about what's happening, but they, well, you got some job security, uh, people that were almost getting retired uh, and would have some some critical question that would say, uh, well, shut up, or you don't have your retirement funds or stuff like that. that mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's plain evil. That's really plain evil. Yeah. What would you do, you know, if, if you work all your life and you think within one or two years I can retire, have my basically my, my normal life, um, go, go do some great stuff with my wife for the last couple of years, and then I'm going to die very uh, happy. And everyone uh, or someone takes that away from you. That makes you a very different kind of person. And you 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 would probably do the things, as, as we talked about before, like flying a plane with some chemicals in it and spray the, the heck out of people. And and everyone mm-hmm. with, with, with some normal consciousness would say, what? Yeah. If I was driving a car now in the street and I was uh, uh, fueled it up with the wrong diesel, it would make this, you know, this, like you had 20 years ago when somebody started up a diesel car, just like, <laughs> oh my God, was yeah. you, you would feel a little bit, oh, oh, sorry for the neighborhood and you went away. Or when you were driving, a, like me, a motorcycle without any uh, muffers on it and it started up like seven o'clock in the morning that the old neighbor neighborhood would wake up you would feel a little bit sorry i think for the same thing for these people when they see what they have to do but they just do it they they have to it's i think it's very compartmentalized you know they don't they don't they don't they don't know what maybe they i'm just guessing really because i don't Mm. maybe they don't know maybe they've been told oh this is for some good thing you know there's always going to be these people that believe you know, ways that are what we think are opposite are good. You know, some people think that getting rid of guns is good and they think it's for the good of society. So some people may think, oh, yeah, climate change, it's good to block the sun. So maybe, you know, there's there's those people. I don't know. Yeah. I want I, I want to I don't want to think that it's evil people doing it, but they found people that will do it that think they're doing something good. I, that's yeah, I don't know. If you're Arizona- it's a sad Turn turn on turn off your uh, airco, but uh, please plug in your Tesla. <laughs> right. It's so yeah. If you and and the the thing is, if you if you take that loop glass that and you, you the magnifying glass and you look over all these little things, it's just it's it's a uh, like uh, as as you would say. Grab something to drink, grab your popcorn, and watch the freak show, guys, because there's something to 
it's, it's so laughable. And somehow they are so clumsy about all these things and makes me also think more critically, like 9-11. Uh, we, we, well, the most people know it, it's, it's like an inside job. But the funny thing is, I was uh, last week, I was talking to a friend of mine. I, I didn't spoke for him for like 10 or 15 years. Um, he, he's like me, critical thinker, Aquarius. He's very on his own. He said, yeah, wait a minute. It's so obvious that has been planned. Who wrote the plan? And that's something, as we talked about before, when we hopped on this, this podcast, who's behind it? And we can point at, oh, it's the government, or it's, it's, it's the, the left party, the red, the green, the black, the white, whatever it's going to be, and we <laughs> don't know. But right. something is going on, and something scripted all these things. Mm-hmm. All these puppets on the stage, you know, you're in a reality that's that's called, uh, I'm the director of my own life, the own actor of my own scenes, and I can step into a scene whenever I want. And this reality with, as I'm in, is created like a play, and I'm living a very nice, positive play. Um, okay. Something, you know, if you look into... Only in the news or on television, you just or you are a, uh, a spectator to the stuff that's going on, and you have to make your subject subjective, uh, blah 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 about it, or you just have to see. Wait a minute, who scripted all these things that people dig that? You know, it's like this mm-hmm. programming. I always have a choice. Same with food. The same with health. I have a choice to do something, to look at it, to be the in the play of that, to eat healthy or not, there's always a way that you can say no. But somebody wrote right. very fascinating. Events. Time flies when you have. Yeah, I agree. We're already two. I know. I feel like we could talk for hours and hours. Yes, we we can. We can. I I, I got a free schedule, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I want to do, and I want to, uh, uh, I'll probably I will do that next time. I always have 10 questions for my guests and uh, I will ask you them. These are, uh, easy, uh, easy ones. And you, you have listened to my podcast, so probably you will, uh, you will, you will know the questions. You could be prepared now a little bit about that. Um, but I have to, I don't want to have a script and we'd be told about, well, when we were uh, getting in contact, uh, share share of a shout out to uh, to to uh, to to Snake Turbanhead who connected us, and um, of course to the firmament who brought us for me uh, in 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 America and in Canada, Alex and Rule and uh, and Claude, and all the good things that are going on. Um, it's it's it, it's tremendous, and I do not like scripted things. So we were getting in contact, and you said, "Oh, we can talk about this, this, this," and I was already smiling, like, "Oh, yeah, that's gonna be great, man!" To, just to 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 base uh, <laughs> to, to get into some topics that I really like, and some things I want to know more about, and some things that I uh, like to talk about. So um, yeah, I'm gonna ask you ten questions, and uh, I think then would be a good time to, to wrap it up. Uh, 
and, and see maybe we can touch base on some other topics for next time or maybe now we we have to see are you prepared for the 10 questions all right okay. i'm ready for them i mean i didn't really prepare i don't i have listened to your podcast but i didn't think too deeply on them be so good that that's the bad thing just just you know uh, what's it called um if you're in a play just it goes how it goes and that's that's the that's the good thing um all right, 10 questions for my guests. Melanie, what's your favorite color? I tend to lean towards blues, like turquoise, the blues. Definitely my favorite. My house is all blue. Everything is blue and white. <laughs> okay, cool. Are you Aquarius? No, I'm Libra. Libra. Okay. Because blue, I think, is something that also uh, on, on Aquarius, they, they like blue. Uh wow. What's your favorite kind of music? So I guess if I'm working out, it's going to be more of like the top hits. Mm -hmm. uh, but I definitely like country. Like the, the modern country is more my my thing. But top hits is my workout music, which is really the only time I listen to music anymore. I listen to podcasts, documentaries all the time. Yes. Things change, right? When you when you dig into some topics, it's the same with me. I listen different different now to music. I look to different to series to to movies. Probably if I can look to a movie, because after ten minutes, yeah, probably, I, it's probably, hard to watch them now. Yeah, it's. it's, it's I'm laughing at them when there's like a scene that's supposed to be serious. Now, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> he does a globe. All right, I turn can't. off. <laughs> What's your favorite? Yep. Talk consulting about now. Uh, what's your favorite movie mm -hmm. or series? So my favorite movie that I have watched many times is Cold Mountain. Um, but recently, I watched a movie that I actually liked, The Equalizer. Oh, so those are really good movies. Denzel Washington, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's now part three or part four. The last one? They're on part three, I think. Yeah, I just... Yeah, where are I haven't watched the last one. Italy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you didn't or you did? Yeah, the first one is really good. The first one I watched last week for the first time, I was like, okay, I'm going to try a movie. And I actually liked it. Usually I just fallen asleep or laughing at it. So it was... That's my kind of movie, just justice. Mm, yeah, just in a revenge way and it feels good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, what's your favorite book? Favorite book? Um, I'm a, I'm gonna blank on that one. Um, so I'm right now reading the No. Let's see, I have it right here actually. These that's a series of through the Nos Confundin, the the series of three books that he has on on the Outer Lands. So. And Iron Republic was a recent one. So those are some of my recent favorites. Okay. And it's everything that we talked about now, maybe not the color, but the, the rest is is like a period of time or you dig into some so rock and roll first and then now it's country. You know, there are so many things that can skip layers in in, in between times, but okay, good, good, good to, uh, mm -hmm. and then how it's called, what is the, the writer of the book or the, uh, the, the three series? Oh, Nos Confundin. 
It's NOS, N-O-S, and it's C-O-N-F-U-N-D-E-N-F-U-N-D-E-N-F-U-N-D-E-N-F-U-N-D-E-N-F-U-N-D-E-N-F-U-N-D-E-N-F-U-N-D-E-N-F-U-N-D-E-
not go because of things that they, they're going to get happy. They, they, they could. Uh-huh. Yes, that. Yep. So true. Yeah. What's your life's motto? My life's motto. Um, I think it's pretty, my, my pattern is really to always keep trying to persist and wherever it is that you want to go, you have to envision it and keep trying. Good one too. Good one too. Melanie, are there any topics that you would like to, or that we haven't discussed yet that you would like to touch base on? No, I think we covered just a little bit about everything. Um, I, I don't feel like I have become an expert in any particular thing yet, but I, I like to learn a lot about a lot of things. Mm. So I, I feel like I'm always learning. Every day, I'm always learning and trying to learn something new and more about something that I already know. Mm. And it, it, if you have this open mind, it's it's uh, you're feeling uh, excited about what I'm going to learn today, right? Because you're you're just like mm-hmm. because you dealt with some things and you have to cover some things up. You have to dig some things up. Maybe, maybe the controversial stuff like that. Just like oh oh. What does it leads to another thing and another thing and another thing? It, it leads to some rabbit holes. But now it's just like, okay, what kind of rabbit hole do I going into today, or what do I gonna learn today? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what I'm gonna learn. If it's the truth, I'm gonna. I want to know it, no matter how hard it is. Mm. So oh, that that's definitely my my goal. Keep going and to find more truths. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time and for your energy, Melanie. It, it was a pleasure to uh, to meet you. It was a pleasure to talk to you. It was. And, uh, mm. Thanks. And uh, we keep in touch. Um, is it okay that I'm uh, putting your uh, yeah, Instagram? Yeah, there's anything in particular. You... Sorry? Yeah, that'll be I'm I'm planning and yeah, I, w- I was going to say if there's something in particular that my expertise, you know, if you're interested in learning more, I'm happy to research, you know, and come back and talk about specific topics. Um, but, you know, I'm also in the process, you know, like I said, I'm on this journey to expand from where I am now into something more alternative, you know, that would provide a service. And I feel like, I feel like there, I'm, I'm here, I, my journey, I'm meant to give back and I want to give back in, in whatever that I can and give my energy in a good way, a positive way to help other people in whatever way they need, you know, I can. So I'm happy to, to explore more topics. And, you know, my, my journey is taking me to a place where I'm going to be able to help people if they need to get their health into a better place, get off medication, find alternative ways to treat their health uh, problems, or if they have chronic issue that they're dealing with that they need help you know i feel like i have brushed across a lot of different things in my lifetime that i kind of you know i for the most part i can give an alternative for most things so although i'm happy to do that and i think that's what people are welcome to reach out oh wow yeah that that that's really good because i think that's one of the uh the things that connects us as a human being um, 
I have something that I can pass to you. You have something you can pass to me. And together, we're going to get stronger, healthier. Um, and it doesn't matter about what topics, right? So people can reach out to you. I will right. uh, set the link in the show description. Um, thank you for, for uh, uh, hopping on this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And for all the listeners, uh, have a great Thank morning. you so much. Have a great morning. Have a great uh, day or have a great night wherever you are on this beautiful plain planet. Thank you, Melanie. It was really great. Uh, yeah, thank you. I think we have a little bit of a delay. Yeah. Sorry, I was interrupting you. I apologize. The- no, it's it's okay. I st- it started like an half an hour ago, or something like that. It, it, it uh, probably is my data, or something like that. And it, isn't it crazy? I don't like the technology, but I'm talking to you just like thousands of kilometers or miles away. And right, yeah, it's that, that's one of the fantastic things. But also, there's a script being written for, like Zoom calls weren't there like before, uh, 2020. All mm-hmm. this yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure they've analyzed my my house, they, your house. You know, they've they've looked into everything. They know everything about us already. Yep. I think it's just using it using it to play the game. That's all we can do. Yeah, yeah, and and just just like I said, if if you just walk the line and you don't step over it, it, you know, what more can you do? And be positive and live. And and I, I will always say, if I don't harm myself or other people then I will be okay. And mm-hmm. uh, I had to learn that, not to harm others because I don't like that either, but I I, har- I uh, harmed myself by doing the things that I didn't um, should do. You know, I was in a job 25 years in a sales job that I didn't like. I could I could do it. I was like an actor, you know, give me, give me uh, 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 something to draw. I'm a painter. Give, give me a hammer and some nails and I'm a carpenter. Mm. It's it's not the, the the things that I like to do. I like to talk to people like you, uh, you know, open my mind for new things uh, and basically be, be, be happy for uh, who I am or what I am. And that, that was something that was completely in the background, you know, it just like, okay, I got my suit on, I got my car, my rental car, blah, blah, just, just look at me. It wasn't in, in my mind, just like, look at me, but people reacted like that. And that feeds you some kind of energy. And now we'll walk around mm-hmm. sometimes in a, in a, well, not in a sissy skirt, but in a skirt, like a, like a kilt with my boots on and people just like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Well, I don't give any, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't give any shit because I'm <laughs> feeling good about it. So whatever, you know, and, um, that's yeah. the way to be. Yeah, exactly. And, and be positive. And that, that's that's something I had to learn. And uh, it gives you so much more back. And eventually people that told me I was crazy, sometimes they come to me and said, hey, Rob, I got a question about this and that. Would you dig into that? Or what's your answer? To? So, you know, the little feet crumbs, the, the, the little foot crumbs, yeah. They, uh, right. They come to a podcast. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so you're in the podcasting. Um, I've actually been talking to a friend of mine who's in pharmacy. We're both pharmacists. And, you know, we're both wanting to 
kind of navigate out. Casting is definitely on. I have a business as well that I'm planning to incorporate into, like I have um, natural skincare, but I'm planning to incorporate like a service into that and kind of add casting onto that and take on, take on like, you know, kind of a consulting on the side along with my business and adding like supplements, not my own supplements, but mm-hmm. maybe, you know, if do you like produce them? Like what's your, you have, you have connections with multiple podcasts. So maybe yeah. you want to take part in, in my little side venture as well. Yeah. Love to love to. So I do everything myself. So, so I have basically my, 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 my setup, like a mic, uh, my, my computer, and of course some software that I have to run to make everything happening. Uh, basically just like zoom, I have this, uh, uh, annual account so I can have, uh, unlimited zoom calls and, and unlimited people, I think, so I can make a zoom call, like 50 people or something like that, get in, um, it depends mm-hmm. on the plan and what you want, uh, how how much it costs. Um, normally, I will have like, uh, and we can talk about that too. Um, I have, of course, reached out to Raul, Claude, and Alex uh, from the Firmamental podcast that helped me out, especially mm-hmm. uh, Claude when it comes to uh, software and about the technical stuff. Um. And it, it is quite easy to do. It, it's like, okay, you got an internet connection. I got a, a platform where I can talk to people and I know a little bit of editing. Uh, it, so when we when we stop this Zoom call, it's going to render uh, to two files, one audio file and one uh, video file. I can take the video file and put it into some software to edit it so we look good and stuff like that. On the internet, it hurts you. But mm-hmm. normally, I don't cut or edit anything because uh, it, it's just like this normal flow uh, uh, about talking to people who are interested in in each other and about topics that we're going to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I have an intro and an outro that I put into uh, uh, in the same software, render it and put it on Rat Circle, I think it is. But we can talk about that a little bit. Uh, more deeply how yeah. to set it up uh and basically when you set it up that spotify apple music all all the platforms will be automatically having my podcast so i only have to upload it once right okay yeah okay claude has helped me out yeah that's the big uh, mystery for me yeah and it's uh and basically if you know how to do it the the most time the 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 um the most time that I need is about uploading the stuff because when I upload to YouTube, these are these are like two and a half hours. It's gonna take like fifteen gigabytes to upload. That's like three to four, maybe five hours. You can't do anything with the computer because mm-hmm. it yeah, that's a little bit up. Depends on what kind of computer, what kind of connection you have, of course. But yeah, we right. okay. And uh, I think there's also yeah we're we're just been in talks yeah I, I, go ahead it's it's just like um, what uh, especially Snake and me Snake is now um, a little bit my executive uh, producer who reached out to people like you and stuff like that mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm doing this now for uh, about two years commercial like disorganized productions 
Uh, I have a coaching business, which is going to be now more and more uh, into the picture, of course, because I do the podcasting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- what we want to do or what my mission is to reach out to people that have something in common about knowledge and share the knowledge. Just like you said, you know, uh, with the Citizen Care products, it, it's something that I could also say, oh, wow, I'm going to promote that on my podcast. Um, stuff that you see on, on my side, you know, you, you can promote each other, uh, like affiliate marketing, a little bit of, of that. And we are just digging into that a little bit. We could, we did this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, love to, love to. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I will, you know, stay in touch and we'll see what, you know, comes of that. But I just wanted to kind of plant that seed that, you know, it's kind of on my radar at some point to add that to my life. I just have so much going on right now, but that is something in this year, I want to make it happen. Yeah. 2024 is going to be a brilliant year for us, Melanie, because (laughs) I know that something I can't relate to 21, 23 because it's, it doesn't make sense for me. 2020 was something like, okay, something happened, of course. So it was a little bit, uh, I was, you know, getting out of the line a little bit because they, 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 they put it up this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but 2024 makes complete sense to me. This is the time where uh, truthers, critical thinkers are going to be ahead of the game. They can't say, yeah. okay, Joe Rogan put something out. We're going to stop that. You know, it's not like that. It's it's just they're popping out like mushrooms after a sunny day. Just like, oh my god, we 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 right. can't. That's good. That's good. So so we can make yeah. more. People. I think it's just a matter of being prepared for anything right now, because we don't know what they're going to put out next. Yeah. So a, a cat in. I feel like we're all starting to kind of gather up hmm. and gather strength. So we got to kind of be ready for what what's coming you know i don't i don't know i keep just trying to keep my health top yeah that that i think be be prepared i always have some water here um Mm -hmm. i always have some food like i can do a month without going to the grocery store uh stuff like that and i'm very lucky to 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 live on on a beautiful piece of 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 uh land in, in a very small community a very small town so it it, it it's not it's, it's it's not that far away from uh from uh industry and big cities but it's it's still the the mm-hmm. uh the countryside so that's you know like five minutes walk i'm in the forest well the netherlands so it's very small forest but you you, you can yeah you you can get your head around there uh get some Get some nice fresh air and uh, look at nature, and that's uh, okay. that's connecting me to to all the positive things in in life, and and connecting to people just like yeah, you. and that's that's something that, right. Uh, yeah, I I love that. Yeah, I love that our community. You know, it's kind of like coming together. You know, I started. Um, you know, it, the I, I'm really excited to possibly go to the the flat Earth. And is it like October? What is it? Flattoberfest? October, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I, I really, I wanted to go this past year, but uh, I had to take my, um, my exam. I had just started working. So I had to take my exam in September to just, so I could start working. Um, cause I put it off. I graduated in 22 and I put it off for like 18 months. I'm like, well, what am I going to do with this piece of shit? Tinker, you know? <laughs> like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. So I finally took my, so I couldn't go this past year, but next year, well, I really want to go or this year. Hmm. So it'd be nice to meet a lot of like-minded people. Yeah. You, um, I will send that also in the show description about the flat earth. Uh, app from David Weiss. I had him on, on my show like a week ago and Mark Sargent. Yeah, I listened to it the other day when I was driving home in the awful snow we had this past week. Oh, yeah, that's something crazy too. And you know, Tyler Hansen, I had that guy last week. He he, he sees dogs, <laughs> the stars, and I, I think, oh, yeah. God, this guy's ludicrous. But it makes sense when you see, see, see the I know. videos. It's unbelievable, and and yeah. we are we are connecting now more and more. And the, the funny thing is, I'm more disconnected than isolated by the other people that I'm like twenty or thirty years having around me. But I can talk to them because they're all in this level, just like, oh, we're gonna drink a beer. Wow, yeah, great. What we're we gonna talk about? Yeah, probably nothing. So yeah, I, I just want to have yeah. my intelligence. And not that they are not intelligent, but I want to talk about other stuff that, that makes me, um, yeah, that I'm aware of. Exactly. That's why I will sit and have two to three hour conversations with my 20 year old son before I have a conversation with somebody who is my age. It's, it's like, it's, it's amazing. My son and I will sit for hours, even though he lives in Colorado, he'll call me and we'll talk for hours. It's and I don't even talk to people uh, like that. So it's just I I'm just so so happy that he is on that point. But he's 20 years old, and we talk like I would talk to even you and I talking. Mm. He's just he is above above wow. the intelligence of his. And so it must feel so good and so proud as a mom that you think, wow, you see that the- it is. Yeah. Wow. But that that's something that's um really fascinating about this movement or community or how you call it. The people are willing to really listen to other topics and to tell you um it's it's not that I I'll, I'll, I'll that that when I say something they say, Oh yeah, right, Rob, you're right. No, no, it's it's something like even if we're not on the same level. We can discuss it as human beings, as adults, you know, without saying, oh, mm-hmm. that's stupid. No, no. Oh, that's fascinating. I haven't seen it on that kind of level or on that uh, way. That's something completely different than when I talk to my, my friends, just like, oh, that's an idiot. Oh, here comes Rob. Shut up about flat earths, you know, stuff like that. Just, why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm stupid because I, I dig hundreds of hours into topics that you don't know about and you think about rank globe and you don't know where you live Tama. right it's and it's that's uh, i now the the way that globers think about flat earth is exactly how i think about anyone that believes in the globe anymore i i think wow 
how sad and pathetic that you think we're spinning and traveling through space. Like, honestly, if I'm listening to a podcast and or if I'm reading something and they say planet, it's like, I'm out of here. I'm out. You just lost all credibility. Um, It's the same. You know, to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's the same thing that uh, uh, my girlfriend, she, she told me, uh, look into uh, Supernatural. It's like 15 seasons. And I just like, no, no, no. It's too too much time and I don't like it and stuff like that. And, and I dig into it because sometimes also me, although I have ADHD, they say I don't take the medicines and stuff like that. I just, I just am who I am. But uh, you can take mushroom. Yes, I do. Uh, the reishi, uh, lion's mane, and the agri something. I don't know what's called. But I got a mushroom supplier just like two blocks nice. away, which uh, supplies. Perfect. Yeah, the reishi. I'm trying to grow them. I'm trying to learn to grow mushrooms. Oh, yeah. And the... the um, I feel like it's you know, regenerating, re- regenerating your neurons and stuff. Yeah, the turkey tail, yes. It's amazing. When I did the, uh, it was uh, a cure that I did for like one month with the lion's mane and I was doing a lot of business and I was doing a lot of things right, but there there was no focus at all, no focus. And I started with the lion's mane. Oh my God, you were talking about a topic and just within a millisecond, I knew about stuff and I'm, I'm a pot smoker for all my life and I... You know, when it's something that happened yesterday, uh, uh, now, just like popping right. up. <laughs> and and um, I haven't smoked pot. Do you take a tincture? Yes. Yes. Also with um, uh, olive oil and with uh, vodka. So it depends on what kind of tincture that you, that you use. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I make them myself. But to be honest, I have now three or four of them, like the lion's mane. No, no, not lion's mane. Like the dandelion, the root. Uh, mm-hmm. Rosemary. And I think it's lavender. I made it myself. But I have, next time when I want to make them this year, I want to be really sure like six months of making them and turn them around. And then um, eventually... Um, uh, clean them up and put it in a, in a, in a uh, what's it called in a, in a in a little can because now it's just stayed there somehow. But I also make uh, uh, colonial silver water. I don't know if you know that. No. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's uh, the back machine. Mm-hmm. That's something that's uh, that's really fascinating. That's amazing that you're doing that. That's great. And it's so easy. It's so easy if you have like uh, three batteries of 12 volt and you have two wires, like a red one and a black one, and you, with these crocodile clips, mm-hmm. you can line up the uh, the three batteries. And if you have two um, silver uh, rods, like 99%, 99.99 silver, you could put them in, in, into uh, distilled mm-hmm. water. Like I do it normally like... Mm-hmm. Uh, one hour and 30 minutes but I, I split them up you know just put them in and then then turn them around it's uh, 
Mm-hmm. I tread some horses with it because a friend of mine had some problem with her horse. I gave him, I gave her that. I just give it for free. You know, I mean, I, the first thing is that mm-hmm. it's going to cost you to to get the back machine, but then you can make amounts of colonial silver. With with it, it's it costs you almost nothing. And what I'm really uh, very wow, I actually I'm going to write this down because I'm going to look into that. Yeah, that's something that is going to be key to know how to do if you know should hit should hit the fan. There's a protocol. Uh, back. Machine. I didn't even know you could make it. Yes, and it's very easy to make. I can send you some links if I find them. I will send you some links to your uh, email address. Um, yeah, if you think I, about it. Yeah. Yeah, if you think also, about it, feel free. What I also do, and it's really very good, uh, especially when you're feeling a little bit uh, getting sick and stuff like that. I have uh, uh, garlic. I make holes in it, and I'm gonna put real raw honey on it. Mm-hmm. Put them in the jar, and I'm turning them around every day. I open up the jar also because the uh, it's like fermented, but the honey is gonna get into the garlic. And when you feel like a little bit back pain mm-hmm. or feel like oh, I'm gonna get a little bit cold, something like that, pop one in. Oh, mm. uh, very good. Like like a clove, a clove of garlic. Yep. Yep. Ah, that's interesting. Got it. I'm gonna compound, kind of combine or come. What's the word I'm looking for? Compound all these like natural things and start really treating everything that way. Like right now, I I, I don't know if you um into like having a source of like ivermectin but i found a source for ivermectin which i'm pretty excited about um but i'm gonna start looking into like a a a hardcore parasite cleanse so i have all the all the parasitic you know remedies so i'm trying to gather them up i've done an herbal one but i really didn't feel like it was strong i I didn't feel any different i didn't feel like it did anything so I'm looking at doing something strong. It's just like it's anti-cancer and anti-para. Maybe. So that's something that I'm. Baking soda. Baking soda. I've heard of that. Like drinking soda. Baking soda. So you can do. Uh, so I, I made my own. Uh, well, no, borax. I'm thinking of borax. Or yeah, you got borax oh, and you got okay. baking soda. And it's both salt. But it's a different kind of salt than table salt, of course. It's, it's like sugar. You got glucose, right. fructose, which is good, and and little variants. But uh, raffine sugar, just put it out of the window. Um, I did a cleanse with, um, like a monthly cleanse with a baking soda, and it was um, every morning on uh, a fresh stomach. I put it one tablespoon but, but just a pinch of it baking soda in a in a, in a glass and then uh two scoops mm-hmm. of uh apple vinegar that's gonna gonna fizzle mm-hmm. put some fresh water yeah. on it just like a normal glass and then just chop, chop it away out you could see it on my yeah. body and the funny thing is with salt when you take some salt mm. like um, real good salt, uh, Celtic sea salt or uh, Himalayan sea salt. Your cells are opening when you take it in your mouth. 
and then the water is going to get in. Because a lot of people say, oh, we, I drink like two liters of water a day. Okay, brilliant. How much, how many times do you go to the toilet? Oh, don't, oh, like six or eight times. Oh, so you're not holding the water. You just flush your body, but you're, you're not holding the water. Fascinating how it works. Got to add some electrolytes to it. Exactly, electrolytes. I was cutting myself because I'm carving some wood sometimes. I was cut myself really bad. It was cut and I saw the white of the uh-huh. patch. And it should be normally stitched Ugh. one or two. But then I remembered about cayenne pepper. I put a cayenne paper. What is it? Cayenne? cayenne. Oh, cayenne pepper. Yeah. Cayenne, cayenne yep. pepper. Put it on. Cayenne, yeah. Close enough. Without five minutes. It, it, it made a bubble of blood, but it was really dripping, right? I, I was smoking yeah. a cigar, just like, oh, don't bother. Drip, drip, just oh. Cayenne pepper on it. Five minutes, it was almost done. And I went to bed, put some new one in it, and, and just rubbed it a little bit on. The next day, it was closed. Mm-hmm. Closed. Wow. Yeah. Just like That's amazing. And I put so cayenne pepper. I've never heard of that. If you like to dig into that herbal stuff, uh, Barbara O'Neill. She's a little woman from Barbara. Uh, Barbara, Barbara okay. O'Neill. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is she the one that you see all over, like yeah. little clips? Yeah. The the little okay. uh, yeah the the the, the little uh, mm-hmm. yeah crazy, but it makes so much sense. Uh, Everything we need is surrounded in nature. And if it's man-made, I'm, I'm, I'm very skeptical about it nowadays. Right. Yes, I agree. We now can technically talk to each other, but I think there's always a way to connect to the ether. So, so we're going to wrap this around. Mm-hmm. Within one week, I'll think about you. Oh, wow, there was a great podcast with Melanie. Once I think about that and got into the eater, you will you will get something like, "Wow, oh, wow, man! Last week there was a great podcast with Rob." Stuff like that. It's it's there. I'm one hundred percent convinced about that. Yeah, I agree. I think that there are certain people that you do connect. You you do get into that same, you know, level of where you do connect. Because uh, I have a friend that that happens with all the time, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I don't think everyone is on that level. I think there you are. And and that friend of mine is on the same level with everything. Like we we were we met the first semester that we both went back to school. We were both from Florida and we connected and we have been the best friends since. Wow. It's like an immediate connection. Like you you do, those people you do connect, they they gravitate to you and you connect. You are meant to be in each other. You, in each other's lives and those are the people that you have to really go on to and appreciate mm. so i think that i i think that we are both you know we have both gotten ourselves into this circle and it feels right like this is where i was supposed to be mm. and there's more i know there's more yeah and i'm just i'm i'm keeping my mind open to what is i'm meant for i was meant for something yeah, I'm, you know, I, I, 
Yeah, go ahead. The world is is opening up. You know, we we both kind of probably were brought up. We thought the world, you know, we were on a globe. I don't know about you. I never finished saying, but I I have now become more tuned with our Peter and the the idea that there is a spiritual world and you, you know there there's a connection with our Creator. And I'm still in that process of trying to figure that out of what does it all mean but that's where I'm trying I'm seeking that and so I think I'm now kind of getting to where I'm supposed to be because it all feels right and meeting the people that I'm supposed to that maybe we're all the you know each other's key to unlocking where we're you know supposed to be exactly we can't do it alone because we're all collectively we're collectively we have to be there together yeah yeah to be able to understand it all and it's it's this kind of energy and this interest and this 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 fight that that's been created when you dig into some topics and that you be aware of, and when you talk to other people that give you some uh, some knowledge and some science and some every stuff that you think, wow, oh now it makes sense, now it makes so much sense. And when somebody comes up to me and is negative, I just like okay, skip it. Just like skip it, just like a, a swipe someone away, yeah. just like skip it. But like four or five <laughs> years ago, it just like, well, oh, you know, then just like, yeah, I was thinking to myself at that time, why do I do that? Why do I, why do I resonate with that kind of energy? What's happening? And I was feeding it also, you know, look at Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, this and this happened in the world. Oh, Jesus Christ, what? And now just like, oh, yeah, God. very little matters anymore. Yeah. The, the only thing that matters is my o- own existence with the friends I have surrounded with me that I'm, uh, um, yeah, that I'm, that I'm happy with myself. And I was talking in a podcast about isolation because I got two hearing aids. So when I disconnected to the world, I'm really disconnected to the world, but people are very afraid about getting disconnected but i feel so zen not only because i have this hearing aids but because i can be with myself in the same room without just like crazy you know don't need any sounds uh, i used to listen to a lot of uh, music or always the, the tv was on the back on the background now silence. or just yeah i don't even i just them more if i'm not working out i cannot listen to music it just it, to me if you're losing brain cells if i'm just listening to music i want to be listening to something that's gonna make my life better mm. or gonna learn something or feel inspired like i make sundays sundays are my health podcast day so dr mercola do, are you familiar with dr mercola he no, puts out yet. pot like maybe one to a week yeah mercola he has a he has a podcast on Apple, and he is my. I've been following his work for I don't know twenty years now, and he I I definitely credit him for opening my mind up to like raw milk and alternative medicine, and he's all about. Um, oh, there's you heard about methylene blue? He's big into like methylene blue. Um, but, um, 
that's another thing that there's a lot of benefits. It's actually very similar to like hyperbaric chamber oxygen therapy. Methylene blue is like a cheaper alternative. You can take methylene blue and it, and it gives, it oxygenates your cells. So anyway, um, Sundays are my health podcast. I focus on health and food and prep, you know, I getting ready for the week on Sundays and then I drive to work a lot. I'm right now a floater pharmacist, which means I will go to whatever um, pharmacy. I'm, I work for a grocery store chain. So I work, sometimes I can drive for an hour and a half way. So I will listen to podcasts. My huh. absolute favorite one right now is John Levy. Have you watched John oh, Levy's? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. It's like, he'll be just talking and all of a sudden say something so hilarious and he'll just keep going. Yeah. And I'll just laugh out loud. And then just like, he's just so monotone and he'll just say something like, and it just makes me laugh. And I just love his take on, and, and I've got five years worth of videos to catch up on. So I'm set for a while. Oh yeah. When you, especially when you look at the videos, it makes just like, this doesn't make sense. We're not like a horse and buggy and made that these constructions no way but yeah i know what you mean and it's sometimes with the with the voice that he's always calm in the way like he's it, you know when he's excited he says i am so excited about this I, <laughs> and it's just so funny it's so funny like he would be the the kind of guy that he just says stuff and he doesn't realize how funny he is it's mm. so entertaining and but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, that, that's a good thing that there are so many uh, people that spread the word. So, some some people are in, in, in uh, some kind of narrative or some, in some kind of box like, okay, you, you can dig into the spiritual world or the paranormal or you can dig into the flat earth and conspiracies. But it's it it feeds my attention and feeds my interest. And it makes me, every time when I listen to a podcast, it makes me more aware of a topic um, more about my own plausible truth, just like, wow, yeah, I was thinking about mm -hmm. that, or, oh, what about this now? You know, and that makes so much sense than just people talking about, I never looked into the football, but when I, when I listen to people that talk about the football, it's just like, what are you talking about? There's no, it's such a waste of life. Yeah, but it's, uh, politics too yeah i hate politics when people talk about oh biden this or president i'm like i couldn't care less it's not care mind. less no. about politics yeah i see i say always yeah they're not they're not the problem no we are the problem yeah but we dig into that yeah it's the collective yeah and and when you know okay but but he's wearing a mask yeah yeah that's something crazy who wrote that script who wrote the script? Who's playing it? Because he knows Eight. in the morning, just like, okay, I'm going to play. I'm going to play right. Biden now. Okay, but who, who made that script? And what, right. what's their, why did they do that? What is their plan about the script? What's the outcome? That's is exactly it, right. I'm in it? Mm -hmm. Or do I have a choice like, okay, whatever script, like a, every TV program is running around in the TV now, but I'm done check into yeah. that so i live in my own reality right now my own trailer 
you know, I'm, I'm happy. So nobody's knocking on my door. Yeah. Here, no mask. <laughs> so, you know, talking to a beautiful woman right. on the other side of the world, almost, you know, in America. So we're having great conversation. We, we, we share knowledge. I mean, you know, that, that, that's something that, that's, right. uh, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. I like to use my, my energy to, to get better and improve the collective. Well, we're on it. We're on it. We're, we're, uh, we're mm -hmm. on the flow of, of, uh, of the universe. And, uh, I think big, big things are coming in a good way right now because a lot of people talking about these topics. Yeah. Uh, I, I see that. I agree. I, I think. I was just, it's great what you're doing. You know, you're bringing people together and, you know, I think you're, you're doing something different. So I think that really, um, but I was so intimidated by this. I can't even tell you how many times I thought about just like canceling. No, I don't. I, what am I going to talk about? Who am I? I don't have any expertise. I'm just doing my thing. I can't even do how many times I was going to text you and be like, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. You got shit. So done. even up to this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you got shit done. That's one of the things I, I want to point out to, to, to a lot of people. I had to get shit done. And uh, the thing is, when you, when you, when you think about it and when you when you didn't wake up on a, on a on a on a path that you are now or on this on this on this level that you are now you would really say who am i why should he talk to me blah 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 but you you basically told me the lines where we can dig into and then you make there's this con unconscious list that tells you yeah i should hop on i don't know why i would I would say I don't want to hop on because I got nothing to say or stuff like that. But something, there's something that triggers me to hop on. And look, at we, we're not just like three hours now. That not that crazy? We never <laughs> spoke to each other before. We never saw each other before. And uh, yeah. I think that's, that's the way people have to be, you know. It doesn't matter what, what kind of side on whatever thing that you choose. Have a conversation and, and 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 listen to each other and and talk to each other about topics that really matters in life. You know, oh, my, my football team. Right. You say they lost. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, and even just down to the little things, like because I work you know, where there's like young people, it's a mixture of everyone and everybody's talking, you know, they're talking about getting their nails done and boyfriends and, you know, it's like young girls and like, it's like, I feel like I lose brain cells when I'm working. And then I feel, you know, I'm in the matrix. And as soon as I leave, I'm like, oh, I can go back to normal life. Like that is literally how I feel. I feel like I'm in some, you know, simulation all day long. As soon as I get to my car, I'm like, okay, now I can put on a podcast and get back to normal life. Get back to life. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but Otherwise, I'm just doing, you know, I'm crossing the T's, dotting the I's all day long. And it's just, uh, it's like, 
how do I have conversations with these people? And I, a lot of times I'm just quiet, just doing my work. Uh, but every now and then, you know, I'm, I try to be social and not be, you know, complete, completely closed off. And, you know, I don't want them to, you know, I have to be supportive of my team. So, but it's like two different worlds when I'm working and when I'm not working, it's, it's amazing how people like they have no clue what's going on around them. They're just worried about their nail, worried about, you know, their one of the pharmacists just bought a new car. I'm like, why? Like, I, I'm I'm just not a materialistic person. Like, I why would I waste money? And it's like a sports car. She's like, oh, I'm watching that unloaded off its friends. I'm like, great. What are you gonna do with a sports car? Like, I'm gonna buy a greenhouse. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna gonna get my soil soil for for tomorrow. Just like I'm very excited about that. What? You're gonna put your hands in the dirt? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have these uh, these wooden shoes. <laughs> it's something very familiar for the Netherlands, and, and I never I never digged into that. I'm not, not some kind of hippie, but I am. Um, and we're living in this uh, in this uh, trailer. Which is going to get very cool, and especially now around this season. But uh, I was thinking, like, mm -hmm. why would I not dig into that kind of thing? Because they're wooden shoes, and uh, of course, it's not like, oh, wow, that that's that's the new Nike. No, no, it's wooden shoes, you know. But I never ever had cold feet since I've been wearing them. Blew me away, just like. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, I painted them, and I got <laughs> some. Makes... Wow! But I don't show them to NASA because huh. otherwise I have to uh, paint the universe for them. <laughs> yeah, is that a planet there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Blue yeah. socks. I would always say, "Oh man, I'm not a goddamn hippie." And nowadays, I'm thinking, "Yeah, probably I am." And I don't give it. I don't give a damn what other people think because I got warm feet. That's it. Yeah. Ground. Yeah. I, I've looked into like some kind of shoes for grounding. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, I never well, thought about wooden shoes. I've been looking at like leather shoes or something. Glocks, just like, but but you have to be careful because normal Glocks, they have like the uh, the rubber on it. This is just like uh, mm -hmm. a tree, and they carved it out, and it's just like wooden shoes. Probably there will be a, that is a so shop yeah somewhere that's great. Yeah, maybe that's 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 also it started a few when I talked to Adrian Martinez, which is a pastor, I talked about it, about wooden shoes. He said, I think that's something that you can sell, man. I think, okay, maybe I have to. Right. <laughs> but I see, let's see how it goes. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Well, we it's natural grounding. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Will, uh, Sounds good. I will talk to, uh, to Shane, to snake uh, a little bit later today. when I rendered all this stuff and Probably will put it on Spotify for sure today. The episode. Um, oh, I'm still recording. Oh wow, that's quick. Yeah, I'm still recording, so I have to do. Uh, well, I'm not cutting that much because we don't say too much things that we shouldn't say, right? Just normal. No, I don't think so. No, 
No, it's great. Mm -hmm. It's great talking to you. Great to meet you as a fellow human who is uh, in in the United States of America, and we just feel so connected. Although we, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. I love that. It's amazing how that works. Yeah, Yeah. really nice. I appreciate that you were open. I agree. Thank you. I'm looking forward to more. Yeah, thank you. Let it rock and roll. Very well. You uh, have a good rest of your day and weekend. Yeah, you too. We we are are now uh, seven. I think it's p.m. now. Seven. Oh, okay. So, and you're now. Okay, so one o'clock. Getting close to one p.m. Yeah. So your your day is in the middle now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going heading to, to where the sun, uh, sun is well set now because it's uh, winter. But uh, yeah, right. thank you very much, Bali. Really nice to meet you. We 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 keep in contact about uh, the stuff that we're talking about now, but other stuff that we're going to talk about and uh, how to help you out with podcasts because that's that's something. Awesome. Spread the word that that makes so much sense. Yeah. 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 Sounds great. All right. Thank you very so much, Felix. I'll take. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Then. Okay. Take talk care. To you soon. Bye bye. All right. Bye. I've been running for all my life with the devil on my heels. He wasn't always right. And he can't fulfill my dreams Never running for all my life With the devil on my heels He wasn't always right And couldn't fulfill my dreams He's pain in the ass Black as night God show me light Hold me tight I've been running for all my life with the devil on my heels He wasn't always right And doesn't fulfill my dreams God showed me the light Please hold me tight I've been running for all my life With the devil on my heels He wasn't always right Couldn't fulfill my dreams I've been running for a